Welcome to the fucking show. Gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Only Bruins. I'm one half of your host, Downtown Boosie, and this episode is brought to you by the one and only Primetime Productions. What up? What up? If you haven't followed them on Twitter yet, go follow them on Twitter at Primetime Prods, P-R-O-D-S at the end. Check out the Facebook Check out the Instagram. I think that I forget. What's the in- oh shit? I don't even know the Instagram's uh handle, so that's that's good on me. But primetime prods underscore on Instagram. If you're an Instagram person, if you're neither, go check out the website primetimeproductions.net. Bunch of articles, a bunch of podcasts. Check it out. Thank us later. How are you? But I gotta shoot it over. We have a uh, we have a different kind of episode here because it was supposed to be a loaded one with uh, <laughs> with a bunch of people, but somehow we settled. I shouldn't say settled. We just came down to just me and Bobby, me and Bobby Bruce. What's going on, buddy? How much, man? Just cooling on the beach. It's raining. It's shitty weather. It's Preseason hockey time. So it, it truly is beaches of Winnipeg. Thank you for not bailing on me today. I can't say that about the other two, but we we'll talked about it I, next week with them. Yeah, I was downtown. I was like, "Fuck!" A couple moments, no, um, I, I came close to me and Morgan Wallen. And I was like, "Maybe." I saw that. I saw that you were walking by the. Mo- I, I would have never thought in a million years he'd be doing a show in Winnipeg. No, no offense, but I'm assuming he's setting up on the beaches out there. That's that's how I found out he was here. <laughs> I walked by and I was like, oh, Morgan Wallen's here tonight. <laughs> I didn't even know his tour was like still going on. Uh, yeah, I was hoping Danny would be on because I wanted to chirp him. Who? I was hoping Danny would be on so I can chirp Morgan Wallen. Oh, I feel yeah, like ever yeah. since Zach Bryan released that album, <laughs> everyone's forgotten about him. <laughs> yeah, it turns out Zach Bryan's just kind of slowly turning into, or he's starting to get exposed for the asshole that he is, possibly, but. I mean, I'm still going to jam out to his fucking music. How, how so, though? He got, a, <laughs> he, got, he got pulled over again like a week or two ago uh, for speeding, <laughs> and he was being a dick. It, like, you could tell the fame starting to go to his head. Yeah. He got pulled over again, and he kept saying, I'm a famous musician. I'm a famous musician. Because he also didn't want to give his ID. Like, this happened previous. Like, two weeks before that, it happened to him again because his security guard got pulled over. So he pulls over. And he he checks it out and he gets out of his car, gets out of his truck to see what's going on. And he was being a dick to the cops, kind of. But that that one wasn't too bad as the last one. The last one, he kind of really came off as a douchebag. So I don't know. Didn't really like to see that, especially with one of your favorite artists. But 
At least yeah. they still got Noah Khan. He's he's not a dick. He's he had right one of probably one of the best tweets that I've ever seen the other night. He put a tweet out saying, "Okay, Oreo, you're doing too fucking much" or something like that. <laughs> you know how they get crazy with their fucking flavors. I don't even know what flavor they could have came out with, but uh, I thought that was hilarious because I, I do I do find humor in Oreo just fucking getting high as shit probably and just finding these weird combinations it's too much or they do they do like cool packaging with og oreo like they did like a oh, mario kart one up here and i was like oh, sick and i really? bought it it was just oreos oh is it i think the oreo yeah i'm trying to like I'm looking up what uh what flavor it could have been like I'm literally so there's eleven different flavors out right now. Oreo, toffee, bad. crunch. So maybe it's that one. Uh Oreo chocolate hazelnut. Oreo Java chip mint. Oh, so they're doing like all these ice cream flavors. Oreo mint flavored. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Um uh, birthday cake, chocolate, chocolate cream. Uh, dark chocolate, peanut, ooh, chocolate peanut butter pie. Sign me the fuck up. That sounds good. Peanut, peanut butter. Pie. Yeah, my go. I mean, I I love it the this mint, time because you get the Halloween. Yeah, the mint. Like, what are you doing, guys? Maybe that's what know, he man. meant. Maybe that's what he was targeting them for. But who's keeping the mints in stock? That's what I want to know. Someone who you can't trust. I'll tell you that much. Like, if you go over, say you're a single guy, you're meeting up with a Tinder date, and she's like, oh, if you want any snacks, they're all in here. You go in there, and you see it. You see Oreo mint-flavored cream chocolate sandwich cookies. Uh, you you yeah. better run as fast as you can fucking Before run. Before you run, uh, you investigate. Because if there's, like, one missing, that was a gift. Oh, now, yeah. Most of them's missing. That's, oh, that's, that's true. That's true. There's one, then you can crack a joke. You'd be like, oh, like your grandparents bought you the mint Oreos. Well, like if it's not open yet, then you have to be like, did you just buy these today? What's it? You got to get the backstory on it because you can't just like jump the gun, I guess. But depending on depending on how well that date goes, I I would go for the colorblind option. I'd be like, are you colorblind? (laughs) Like, (laughs) even though it says mint right on it. You're colorblind and you can't read. I wonder <laughs> why they swipe right on me. Yeah. You wait, uh, if I'm in their place, yeah, I'm for sure. That's a uh there's a lot of things that went right in that call. <laughs> yeah, I was man. never good at Tinder, so that's never never good at what? Never good at Tinder or Bumble. No sucked. Horrible. How how is one bad at it? You just, just like you're bad at keeping up with it, or bad, yeah, because I'm a horrible texter. Would match, okay. wouldn't do anything about it. Would just be oh dope, let it pump my ego. Just, yeah, like, not follow through. <laughs> but that's why like... I had Bumble. That's why I always got Bumble because I'm like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not messaging anyone first because one I don't know what the fuck to say. Yeah. Two, boost my ego a little bit, and here we are. Well, that and... Oh yeah. She 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 messaged me asking. Actually, it's kind of relevant to the Oreo talk. If if I were going on a road trip, what are two gas station snacks, whatever that I would get? You know, something corny like that. Cocaine, and uh, fries, obviously. I I don't remember. I I definitely know. I said a bag of chips. I don't even know what else. But I remember her saying one of the things she would get were Mike and Ike's. 
and we started fighting right then and there. I basically started throwing death threats out because I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like enjoying Mike and Ike's that much that that would be one of the two gas station snacks you buy. I just think that's, I mean, here we are a little bit later and she's not a serial killer as far as, I mean, as far as I know so far, I guess, I guess the, uh, well, I shouldn't say the relationship is young, but I don't know. I mean, it usually like from, from what I've gathered, it's like this, the path of a serial killer is like, they'll kill somebody and it could be anywhere from like nine months to a couple of years until they get the itch to do it again. It's the second and third kill you got to watch. That's the, when the time window shrinks. And then third and onwards, that's when it becomes like an addiction. So what you're saying is I should interrogate Depends on her. where you're at in the window. The time. <laughs> so <laughs> if she's even done it yet. Yeah. I should see if <laughs> she has killed anyone within the last two years and if she's getting that itch again. Yeah. I mean, she can be pretty mean sometimes. So maybe she's starting to get that itch. Could be man. Gotcha. spooky she's seasons gonna, around the corner. You guys live by Salem. Kill me. Should I kill me? She's gonna go on the uh the WhatsApp of serial killers. Message someone <laughs> on the beach. Like this guy yeah. has to go. This guy has to go. He's exposing me. No, another thing with Twitter and shit. Or Twitter. Another thing with Tinder and shit when I was single was that I would get hammered, right? And that's when I would strike. And usually it's when I'm like, like a table of people. Yeah, and it becomes like stand-up comedy, but with like matches. <laughs> <laughs> and you just go through them and roast them. I've I've been like blocked on Tinder, where it's like your yeah. account suspended, your phone number is blocked, or whatever. That's hilarious, that you said because I my youngest brother got suspended from Bumble and or blocked or what. I'm like, how do you do? He's like, I honestly have no idea what what I did. What a blah blah blah. I'm like, well. Knowing my youngest brother, I'm like, you definitely did something you shouldn't have. Like, he's yeah. a great A moron. So he definitely fucked something up. And he was just obviously hammered when I yeah. great fucking story. I probably shouldn't be telling this, but my youngest brother, <laughs> but this is too good of a fucking story. My youngest brother, he doesn't know what went wrong, but basically he was hooking up with some girl from work one night and, you know, they have drinks after he's in the restaurant biz. So this was two years ago, two and a half years ago. Uh, he is, he's married now. So he obviously found the one, but they were having some drinks after work. He brought her back home, did adult stuff. And basically something went wrong that night. He somehow managed to break his dick. Let's I, he doesn't remember what went wrong or anything. The next morning I, cause he was, living at home so the next morning it was like a sunday saturday or sunday i stopped by the house to say what up to mama bear and all that jazz and brian comes out oh i should should have said his name (laughs) that's like that's the fake name everybody not actual name not his real name his real name is rick (laughs) yeah red deer Um, comes downstairs nick nick you gotta see this i'm like what <laughs> he just fucking whips his dick out this thing looked like a fucking like oh god like a like a soup can like 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 it was black and blue and it just looked like a soup can it was so fucking so i'm like what did you do he's like i don't know i broke my fucking dick though i'm like yeah no shit i can see that because typically he would never show me his fucking dick like that yeah. so he's like well 
what do I do? I'm like, does it hurt? He's like, no, it's just like, it kind of hurts to pee. I'm like, yeah, I would figure that. I'm like, do you work tonight? He's like, yeah, I'm going to try to go in. Cause we also had cousins uh, visiting at the time and they were going to go visit him that night at the restaurant. And so I'm like, all right, well, that's gross, but good luck with that. And I was trying to get out of him. I thought he was lying to me, but I started to believe him that he actually truly doesn't remember uh, how it happened. All I imagine is that he was probably running on like some triple, like one triple A battery trying to be the energizer bunny back there and uh, ran out of battery probably and fuck something up. But he, so he goes into work that night, like everything's fine. She's working or she's not working or no, she is working that night. The same one that he hooked up with. So they're both working that night. He is taking care of my cousin's table and uh for some reason he just he was there he, he started to get lightheaded next thing you know he passes out at work so oh my, my cousin God. and my aunt had to bring him to the er not the er the uh minute clinic basically or maybe they did bring him to the er and he basically had to explain to my cousin who is very religious and wholesome and my aunt who's like 90 and or well 70 something and probably doesn't want to hear any of this stuff they he had to explain why he passed out and what was going on and stuff and that was that (laughs) they they haven't been back to brian's work well he doesn't work there anymore he actually uh moved up in the biz but yeah that's uh they have kids yeah that, that, oh, well, that's, I was gonna say maybe, maybe maybe she gave him like a vasectomy before they. Like up. that's the, that's the crazy thing. You got one of the weird side effects. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like two two months before, two or three months before that, me and my brother actually went and visited her and her family out in Utah. Utah, Salt Lake City, and we went on some hikes and stuff like that, too. We hung out with their their two kids, great kids, both in, like, middle school at the time, uh, had some fun, and, um, yeah, and then Brian had to face the music two month, two or three months later in front of their mom, our cousin, <laughs> and pass out. <laughs> so I figured, I, I don't know why I just randomly thought of that story, but I had to bring that up, because I just think I've, I wish, like, if you guys have never seen like a swollen, broken dick, like Google it because it probably looked like that. Like it was fucking gross. It looked like a swollen fucking mushroom. But I probably should stop because I'm Hell probably grossing people out before Hell the of an opener for the episode. yeah Hell before the opener. shows were okay. 14 minutes in and uh, I've just I've been talking a... about my brother's dick the whole time never broken my dick or had to face music that way i just uh my last christmas here before i moved to toronto for a bit uh i was at my dad's house the night before for a little christmas dinner action crushing cold ones making turkey and i guess at one point hammered because he was a big moonshine guy oh boy i hit up some some chick and convinced her to come over on christmas eve oh my god and she did god. And we like all, we were fucked up so when I woke up in the morning, my nieces were like upstairs, like I'm like with their Christmas presents and stuff. And I was just walking this stunner out of the house. Both of you are doing the walk of shame. Oh yeah. Like you have to like walk 
like right by everybody and i was like this is uh so and so we went to school together for like three months and he moved away kept in touch though <laughs> and I've never my mom just looked absolutely traumatized like oh my god man the I'm... Fuck? I, was like, I, don't know. I just that's you know that's i've been trying time. for a couple of years i finally finally got the fucking chance he'll married it and scored the touchdown you know you should be proud yeah, couldn't, you finally got your opportunity. You couldn't pass up on it. So I, I don't fault you for that one bit because, I mean, dogs got to eat, right? It's Jesus Christmas would miracle. be proud. Yeah, Christmas <laughs> miracle. Exactly. <laughs> but anyways, I mean, before this goes even more off the rails, yeah, about me. we are back. It's me and Bobby talking Bruins hockey, baby. We got training camp going. We are two preseason games in as you're listening bright and early Friday morning. The Bruins play tonight, baby. I'll be there with my boy, Mark Balboni. Can't wait to meet him. Sling some brews. Probably blackout tomorrow, but that's just another Friday night, baby. Uh, it's been, man, I ever since basically last week, like that what was it last Wednesday when they named Marshy the captain. I've just been fucking I, I have been full on horned up for hockey. Like I, something Again, snapped yeah. in me. Yeah. Something snapped in me. And I'm just, I'm like, I'm so jacked up now. And then I, I didn't see any of Sunday's game because I was, it was my nephew's second birthday party. I uh, didn't see any of the game. What was that? Tuesday night. Oh, I was at the Sox. Tuesday, I didn't yeah. see any of the game Tuesday like night. Buffalo, right? Yeah. And it seems like Buffalo played a good amount of starters. Uh, no one. I mean, they didn't look as good as they did Sunday night, but Sunday night, it seems like they played pretty good. Uh, there's, there's, um, there's even, they, even today they came out with Thursday. I know, I know it's a little bit confusing. Uh, they came out with tomorrow night's or Friday night's roster against the Philadelphia Flyers. I'll name it off real quick. Uh, I'm going to fuck up some fucking names though, but Jason, Ferrancini, Ferrancini, whatever. I feel, I feel like I'm just trying to say, say it like a pasta dish. AJ <laughs> Greer, Brett Harrison, Heinen, Lauku, Marshy, Merkulov, Pasta, Patois, Anthony Richard, Pavel Zaka, baby. And on on the back end, you're gonna have Hampus Lindholm, Lorai, McAvoy, Shattenkirk, Walsh. And Parker Watherspoon, whoever the hell you are, you got Kyle Kaiser and Linus Ulmark in net. I'd imagine they're going to split some time because I think Kaiser played a little bit the other night too. So yeah, you're gonna you're gonna. I mean, Friday night you're getting a good amount of the starters, especially on the back end there. I mean, Lindholm, Lorai, McAvoy, Shat, and Kirk. Some. I mean, Lorai's not a starter. He's probably not even going to make the team, but. I see a lot of people high on Lorai though. I and I know I to say that he seems to be getting uh, some mad traction. Yeah, and like, I, I've seen a lot of I've seen like a lot of um mixed reviews on this dude basically though so far through the I mean I didn't think I didn't think in the prospect challenge he did too much either, but I, I again I haven't seen the first two games, so I'm not really sure like how he played but i mean i i saw a lot especially last game i saw i saw a lot of mixed reviews on his play but then someone also replied to me saying lori plays basically 60 minutes tomorrow only going off for a quick drink yeah but 
That's I mean, I, I saw he played like at one point he was up at like 30 minutes of uh, ice time. Yeah, I, I'd imagine like he's insane, gonna log even though it's preseason. Yeah, they, I mean, I'd imagine you're gonna see him paired up with McAvoy so that way Lori can kind of break free and or I'd pair him maybe, up with Carlo. Maybe, maybe Carlo's not playing tomorrow. Oh, maybe no, Shaddy, I mean, I mean, yeah, Shaddy be good. Shad, I mean, down yeah, the I think regardless, he's gonna either be paired up with McAvoy or Shaddy. Um, and either either one you can't go wrong with, and it will probably give the kid a boost of confidence because I mean, Riley Walsh, whatever, Parker, Parker Wotherspoon, whoever the hell you are, whatever, it great doesn't name, no, great, fucking name. I instantly thought of Reese Witherspoon when I saw that, yeah, <laughs> it sucks. Because I thought of that, and I'm like, oh, man, she's such a great actress. You used to obviously have a huge crush on her. And now you just kind of, like, remember that she's old now and doesn't really do movies or shows anymore. And it gets a little bit depressing because then it's like, all right, well, now my generation of actors and actresses are starting to, like, retire out, basically. I'm I mean, pretty sure she's the one that has a daughter that looks just like her, though. Really? Yeah, it's scary. That's yeah. That I I don't know. It was like someone I knew that's like a bit of like a bit of a weirdo like that. And he's like, you gotta <laughs> Google. Like it's the same thing. Like if you missed a chance, like there's your chance. It's like I don't think that's the way you should look at it. Also, <laughs> yeah, she's insane she's... business. She has a. Oh my god, she does. She has a like a, a platform for younger authors to publish a book on like her she platform to promote. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, no, it gets dark, though. But the deal is that, like, Reese will promote your book, but she gets first dib at movie rights. Oh, that's a little get, Like, a cut to the authors. And then she, like, sells these movie rights for, like, whatever, like, 250000 to yeah, yeah, whatever. And she pockets, and that's why she's become, like, a billionaire. That's kind of fun. I mean, that's kind of also like do your research before you sign on to a company. I'm sorry. Yeah, she has an estimated net worth of 440 million dollars. That's fucked. That's fucked. She has been divorced. She has been divorced twice. Wait, she was married to this guy. So this is the dude from like Matthew Felipe. I didn't know that name for him. Oh, this is a great episode. He looks so familiar. I can't. And then Jim Toth, she just recently divorced. Not that you guys, why are we even talking? Oh, because Wetherspoon, whatever his fucking (laughs) name is. Yeah, she has a 24 year old daughter. She's fucking 47. Holy shit. (laughs) They really do look identical, though. That is scary. Crazy jeans. Um, I, I did see one. She's got like some major stores too, because I saw one in Nashville last time I was there. I'm pretty sure it was like she's got some big stores or something like that. But preseason, I mean, it's alive and well. We are just under what are we? 13 days away from opening night. Fuck yeah, that's insane. Holy fuck. It's it's coming up quick. I mean, if you look at the schedule too, you go one, two, three, four. They got four more games till opening night, including Friday night's game against the Flyers. 
what's left <laughs> oh. of the Flyers, at least. <laughs> yeah, I know. Jesus, what a terrible yeah. organization. But what's a what's the name that you're hoping that kind of sticks with the big club that you've kind of I mean that you're I know you haven't watched and still pretty early on in preseason too, but I you haven't watched too closely yet. But John, Johnny Beecher has been the name for me yes. last year because he's he was not last the season before though he looked rough. It was looking like he was going to be a bust. That was kind of the the writing on the wall. Then he had his bounce back last year, and now you're kind of like, all right, take that next step. Because yeah, I think what, a, what I'm hoping we get like a Sean Corrali like out of him. That's when I'm hoping like a mix of Corrali, Pae, like um, because it, it looks like his confidence is growing. He's growing more into his body. Um, he did all right down last year down in Providence. And he's kind of finding his role, finding his identity as a player. Uh, the problem is, is he gets labeled as that first round pick. So people just yeah. automatically assume he's going to be the next David Pasternak again as well. Like we, we love if you redraft that Pasternak's draft, I don't even remember it. He's definitely at least if he's not he, first overall, he's top three. He's top three for sure. Yeah. Like I we, feel like we, I've gone over the lottery with that one. Oh my god, man! I think he was what pick twenty four or twenty something like that. Deep, deep in the twenties. Wasn't yeah. it like Beecher too? Like just as a, um, he was a late pick too. Yeah, as a uh, as a sour person over certain things. Like I remember, like after like because the draft happened like two weeks after the cup was rewarded. And I was like, man, you know what? Fuck, we lost the cup. But if we can get like a solid player out of that first round, that'd be tight. Okay, so he's probably. Yes, and because I think that's our last first round pick, right? For that, a while after that, yeah. That we've actually made a selection in or not traded away. Uh, he would definitely, he would go probably number two overall. Dreisaitl went third. Ekblad, Ekblad, Reinhardt, and then Dreisaitl, and then oh, Sam yeah. Bennett. So Dreisaitl is obviously hopping up to one, and then Pasta two. So he would have been a Buffalo Saber, basically. Ooh. <sighs> Oh, <laughs> poor kid. I mean, you can't you can't fault them for that though, because I mean, yeah. look at all the other teams that skipped on. I mean, Nylander went eighth overall. Nick Ritchie went tenth overall. Yeah. Oh my the, god. Coyotes? No, the Ducks, right? J- yeah, just the all the teams that passed on Pasternak. Holy, yeah, he was twenty fifth overall that year. Um, just like looking at this list, it's I mean, there's some guy Tony D'Angelo douchebag. Uh, Sonny Milano, who's not, who's just like a depth piece now. Jacob Vrana, who's been having trouble. Honka, who's I think has been having a tough time. Or no, he's a stay at home. He's a full time defenseman now with Detroit, I believe. Yeah, Nick Ritchie, who's he even playing for now? Hayden Flurry, he's a suitcase. He's a free agent. Yeah, Jake he's, Bertanen, a, he's a free agent at the moment. It's Jesus, yeah. Jake Vertanen, isn't he a piece of shit? Yeah, he's playing Bertanen in the. Uh, piece of shit. He's playing in Russia now. I'm pretty sure. Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. Shotgun yeah, so Jake, I mean, that was that was Vancouver Canucks' whole identity for like a whole <laughs> season, and the guy turned out to be a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, we uh, I don't even know why we brought that one up either, but. Oh yeah, because like, first later, round picks and first stuff. Round picks, yeah, yeah. So it's nice. I mean, 
you also want to see these young guys take that next step. You want to see them get the opportunities. That's why, like, I like what Sweeney did with this roster in the offseason. Got some, like, cheap veteran rentals, basically, for the one one and dones. But it's I, at some point, I mean. I think what he's doing was, is, like, the veterans will start the year, kind of keep the ship afloat. Yeah. With Swayman and Allmark, like, the ship can't sink. Yeah, McAvoy, exactly. yeah, like no. Lindholm. So if you get like some decent shit up front, and then throughout the year you can just kind of like implement different youth and like try out different things. Yeah, so I'm sure with Monty that was probably like the decision they had this summer. You know, they're like, hey, well, you blew it. So here's what we're doing this year. <laughs> On to the <laughs> next thing. Like that's that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a tough it, situation to be in because you want to be a competitive team. You want to be in the hunt. You want to field the best team possible, but you it's also an also, advantage too. You said it's an advantage. Like think about like Toronto, Tampa, Florida now because they they know us really well. Uh, Montreal, like teams that like always put up a fight when you play them in their division. They know yeah. our line like up and down. So if you put in like. You know, like a Beecher in that game in November with the Maple Leafs, or if you suddenly put Lori against the the Bolts, like, yeah, as good as those teams are, now you have someone you don't really know that much scouting on. You don't know what they play. You know, all you know that they're young. They they haven't seen the bright lights yet. But there's a little bit of like timidness to the play because you're like, well, fuck, what can this kid do, right? Yeah, you don't know their tendencies, but and they're also cheap money too at that point. I mean. You, you save a lot of dough if you go with some of the young guys. I mean, if you do end up signing guys like Heinen and Chieson, uh, that's going to be veteran minimum, which I think is a million. But, I yeah. mean, you obviously can't sign both of them because you don't even have the salary cap space right now. So they would. I don't even know how that situation would work, what they would have to do if they want to. Uh, I think you'd send AJ Greer down to free up that money and that spot a little yeah so that's that's, that's basically route, one really. spot yeah so and I it sucks Heine because he's getting that spot what's that it looks like Heine might be getting that spot yeah like, i don't yeah, no turn anything great don't no turn anything bad and that's exactly what you want out of a pto yeah no i i, I agree there i um i I don't know. I just I, I like PTOs, but I mean, you kind of just bringing in two different kind of players. I don't know, man. It just the the even before bringing on Heinen, the Chiesa on PTO was kind of a head scratcher. No, I didn't like it because it's like I I kind of got it. Like he's there, try him out, but it's like I don't know. You have AJ Greer. You already have a player like him. Yeah, like, Jason's like, showing that he's not going to reach the potential. You want someone like fast no, and on the fourth line? You literally have. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know what the fuck we're doing here. And, and Jason's probably going to cost a little bit more than Greer. Yeah, yeah, I just, I don't, I would Heinen prefer makes a guy because like he, he, well, kind of knows Coil and shit. Yeah, so he's familiar they, with they half the fine. team already. Yeah, yeah, he's familiar with some of the team. He's familiar with the coach itself. So there's already a comfortability factor in there. And I also think there's a little bit of um sorry to I think there's a little bit of like damage control with that one. Cause I'm sure within like the league, like as much as like sixty five wins, but like they 
trade a bunch, they trade for a bunch of players in the deadline, don't resign any of them. They brought in that douchebag in last November. Like, I'm sure amongst players in the league, like, as much as, like, the Boston Bruins organization's massive, I'm sure there's a little bit of, like, I don't know. It's a little cutthroat. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, you bring in a guy like Heine and it kind of shows. They're like, well, you know, we're willing to, like, rebuild bridges. Like, it's not like there's any bad blood when they traded him. Like, he understood what it was. Yeah, and uh, I think... Hayden really never took that next step either in his career with the Bruins. And he had, I think one of his career year was with Pittsburgh. I think most recently, I mean, and he, had, he I, had a good season with Pittsburgh. I'm going to look it up quick fast. Yeah. I, mean, I, I was shocked. He didn't get signed. Like when we did the PTO with him, I was like, he's still a free agent. But yeah, I saw that we signed him to the PTO and I had no idea he was a free agent. Cause I, he was just never really on the radar, but I mean, currently he's a fourth round pick and we kind of we kind of uh took it for granted. I mean, we always were waiting for him to take the next step. I remember when he was with us every training camp, he was our picking boy basically. And like, okay, this is the year Hyden takes it kinda of, kinda of like how it was with Stanika and kinda of like how it's yeah, he it was always there for him and he just never took that next step and his everything really plateaued for him, especially with COVID and shit. But yeah. So last year, Hayden Hayden had his breakout. He had 18 goals for 33 points. And then this year he had eight goals for 22 points. Well, his career, actually his career year was his rookie year, 47 points. So I guess that'll kind of set you up for failure when, when you don't produce. So yeah. So, but I mean, he had that one good year, uh, and then he kind of he kind of just fizzled out there. And then when he went to Anaheim, didn't do much there. But kind of, I mean, 2021-2022 was obviously a great year for him. 2022-2023 wasn't the best year, but still productive. If you, can get, if you can pick him up for cheap money, you can get a depth piece forward like that. That can that has the potential to score anywhere from 10 to 15 to possibly 20 goals. I mean. That's a huge pickup because he 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 always had a good shot too. We always liked his shot. The yeah. offensive skill was always there. It's kind of just the question of when he was going to take that next step, and he never really did. Granted, he did get the eighteen goals one season with Pittsburgh, but I think in a new system in the Bruins organization, he could really thrive underneath there and be kind of a good. 13th forward to keep that healthy competition alive within the lineup itself so these young guys don't get these young guys don't get settled in too quickly and a little bit too comfortable kind of make sure that they're on they have to be on their game night in and night out and he, and even some veterans itself too i mean that that's a guy fight legit fighting for a contract right now these yeah. other guys are already signed and within the organization of the boston bruins this guy I mean, he didn't even have a contract offer. He just he he had to take a PTO. So I mean, that's that's a guy who's and he's only twenty eight. He's hungry to um, extend that career and keep yeah, it going. And they kind of don't want to go back home. Career. Don't want to go to Europe. So. <laughs> yeah, he's he's too young. He's too good to like give up on the NHL just yet. I was just the problem is is bet it, it goes back to Batman and the league just itself being a hard cap anyways. So obviously it's one it, you know. You can't, it's not like the NFL, NBA, 
or anything like that. Like you can't work around this. And obviously the salary cap has not gone up. And it, it's it's just insane. Un, yeah, and unfortunately Heinen is just taking the lash of the wrath basically of the salary cap never going up and because he should be a full-time NHLer on all 32 teams. There's a space for him on all of them, but every team is strapped with cash, strapped for cash right now. So it's, I don't know. I mean, the situation itself kind of worked out in our favor by getting that chance to have him over for PTO. But I mean, I guess we'll kind of have to see how he plays Friday night. I think he played Tuesday, right? I don't even remember. I don't think he did. No. I, he played one of the games. I thought he played the first preseason game, though. The first one, okay. That, For that's sure, what it was. So I, I have no idea how he did. Uh, my main takeaway from that first preseason game is obviously Patois had a nice, beautiful goal, and he had a hell of a game from what I've read and seen. And Busi, Bussy, however you want to call him, I mean, the dude is fucking lights out. Gets a shutout. Played the whole game. Had a fucking ridiculous save. That save was fucking unreal. Oh my god, man. And it's so weird seeing it from a right-handed goaltender. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You almost want to be like, check out your phone or like, oh, yeah. it's blue light clip. Someone just like reversed it or whatever. Yeah, it's all reversed. But no, he, he looked great. And I I am not the highest <clears throat> on him. Uh I, I think the potential's there. I know like our guy, like, like there's been guys, I mean. Mark Allred's been a big boosy, bussy guy since he kind of signed with the Providence Bruins and really transitioned his game. And uh, he's had great numbers in Providence. I just want to see him. And the, the only worrisome thing is he's like one of those older prospects. And so it, the timing itself doesn't really work out the best for him when you got a guy like Swayman right there, take that next step. Uh, you got Allmark, who's Allmark, and who knows if he'll be a Boston Bruin come the end of this season. But he, you could, you could hypothetically, not that I would want to do this. I mean, but come trade deadline, you don't have anything to give away. You can't afford to give. You don't have next year's first round draft pick, and you definitely can't afford to give away the following year's next no. year's first round draft pick. Your best. I mean, you got some guys that you could trade away now too but what a lot of teams need are goalies i mean maybe not playoff team <laughs> playoff teams obviously but i mean how many how many teams right now i mean you you don't think a team like tampa bay would kill for a guy like uh busty right now i mean who's who's their i don't even know their just, is. yeah i don't even know i i, I thought it was, it was brian elliott last year i'm pretty yeah, sure but right? didn't he re- i think he retired Okay, yeah, I, I, I there because Vasilevsky's out for the first two months of the season, bare minimal. Yep, he's going to be out at least eight to ten weeks. I think I saw the report he had back yeah. surgery, so it's like him like Which that. Is, when... it's like the map's pretty easy if you're Breezewall. Like, just give us Braden Point. We'll give you Allmark. That's a fair trade. Please give give who? We'll give you Allmark for Braden Braden Point. Braden Point, yeah, that's a yeah. and you guys have Allmark. Eat. And they have to eat ninety nine percent of the uh, of uh, Brandon Point's contract too. I don't even think his contract's that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> I think he makes like eight or nine or something. 
Yeah, I mean, he's not. He's not. He's not. I mean, he's rolling in the cash. There's no taxes. Yeah, there, but he's not. No taxes. Tampa. Everything's fucking dick cheap down there too. I'm a. I'm waiting for the day where Tampa has to sell off some other team. Has to like, sell off. Yeah, where like it's just it's just not working out anymore. Like I would love to see Creature off in a Bruins uniform. That day. That day is coming because, well. I mean, maybe not with like Kucherov, but I mean, yeah, they don't even know. Don't they don't even know if, yeah, <laughs> they don't even know if they want their captain back. I don't know if you saw those reports earlier this week. I don't think it's. I guess it's hardball and Breezeball. Yeah, I think both sides are playing hardball. Uh-huh. Yeah, because Stanley wants to get paid. Yeah, forty, and they're like, we're not paying you. Yeah, it's that was your history of injury. Yeah, that too. And even though he's been lighting it up, like he's showing no signs of slowing down. But his last two seasons were nuts. But the very like yeah. he's, he probably holds it over his head. He's like, we won a cup without you. That's he true. Goal, yeah. But that was all Pat Maroon. Pat Maroon set you up, man. Like, and he's not here anymore. <laughs> so. Oh my god, that's right. Pat Maroon isn't a uh, Tampa Bay Lightning man anymore. I've thought oh. about. I, there's like the lids up here. It's like the hat store i don't know if you guys got them down there but yeah we they have, have a it. sick wilds uh snapback i was oh, like you guys man. have a pat maroon like signature <laughs> you can stitch and the guy laughed well, at me so hard. I was like i'm serious man i'm ready to ride a maroon I, train let's go <laughs> <laughs> at lids now though can't you um can't you get like personalized stitching on hats there like in the store you can yeah, yeah i want to get like the one with like the signature get the number you should you should just get an outline of his body yeah, just fat pat. Yeah, with the, the nice beer gut yeah. side of the hat. <laughs> now those, oh man, those Big Minnesota Wild jerseys are freaking sick, though. I'm jacked. Like, honestly, those I'm need jacked. to be full-time. Full-time. I don't care if that's the Dallas Stars colors or whatever. So you, like, bought the team, but fuck off. <laughs> it, it. I mean, it is, but it isn't. I mean... But also, Dallas is not using those colors. Are like they're not even using their '90s jerseys. They're trying to run this like new era down their our throats, and like it's not working, man. They just wear the yeah. '90s jerseys. They for sure go to the cup. <laughs> like they should have did that oh. in the series last year against Vegas. They should just whipped out the '90s jerseys, like the scene That's... from Mighty Ducks. Oh man, whenever I would <laughs> see those, I would just think of friggin' Madonna, right? Beating down the so ice with clean. the. Oh God. Got it. I forget who I was talking about it the other night with someone, but we were just talking about the the idea of possibly bringing back like the Pooh Bear one day, the yellow Pooh Bear jerseys. I don't know where you stand on those jerseys. I know there's a lot <clears throat> there's a lot of mixed reviews on that, but I I am a big Pooh Bear guy. Big I would love yeah, nothing more. I just want to see know, fucking... may, maybe change the yellow a bit. Maybe do a different fade of the yellow. Well, don't don't ask Brett. Yeah, to no, uh, do the yellow because he he can't <laughs> he know the difference between yellow and gold. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of Brett's obviously not here. I don't know if you guys if I brought that up at the beginning. Brett, I know. <clears throat> I, I didn't even bring that up, but Brett's uh, he's in the boonies. Did I say okay? Yeah. Did I say Maybe. or did I? Yeah, he's, not he, here, right? he's out in the boonies dealing with some family matters. <laughs> so. Uh, out in the boonies in Canada, you do not get internet. So he's actually he's on a beach right now somewhere. Yeah, he's posting. There's like a beach and there's a junkyard. Yeah, he, like he is. Things. He's he's doing what Steen he was talking about. That's he sent in the most random videos today. 
one one day he's in a junkyard then you see a trailer and then you see then you see the beach then he's back in a junkyard well, hear like me that. out though that's the most london ontario shit of all time <laughs> <laughs> like, i feel bad he's not on here but like i've driven through london ontario a few times and every he's time actually been, like, he's in newfoundland right now newfoundland oh he's in the coast yeah Oh, okay. I take it back. I think, I'm pretty sure that's where he's. I, I roasted Haley enough this summer. I gotta lay off. I gotta lay Is off that where she's from? Somewhere she... Halifax. She's on the coast somewhere. I think. I think they have their weird slang. It's in our boy Steve. Sarah's going up there too. She's going camping. I saw she that. Stuck at the border. That was, she she was talking about it in the Twitch stream last night. Yeah. What a lunatic! But also, like, so, <laughs> she lives in New Hampshire. There's a lot of cool places there to go camp why are you driving all the way to newfoundland i would not go to canada no don't it's not the only the only reason i would go to canada is to go back to montreal strip clubs yeah you know i respect that i respect that yeah because yeah i don't know people who come to canada i meet them every now and then i'm like why um erica's right there like every cool movie filmed in america like why are you here especially when they come to winnipeg well yeah, Winnipeg, I can't. It's great this summer. I've had so many people say it to me. Like, I want to come to Winnipeg. I'm like, no, I'll meet you somewhere. I, I fully plan on going to Winnipeg this year to go watch a Bruins game with you and visit you. But so, they're playing the one month I can't fucking visit Winnipeg. I'm so pissed they're playing in December. In December. Like, like, December's like, a hell month for me. And I'm like, like I'm stoked. I'm also like, what the fuck? Yeah. Normally like, they play in March and it's like something I look forward to. The that's what I was like. Yeah. St. Patty's Day. I'm like, let's fucking go. The bees are in town. And they're like, yeah, December 22nd when everyone in your family and at your work blows up your phone. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, you're... I'm taking my SIM card out before I go to that fucking game. It's going to throw it on the Portage Avenue. Like, fuck yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're speaking, be... speaking of uh, away games, though, I, I got I to gotta apologize about something. Uh oh. First off, Third jersey, I haven't seen it yet. It's like maybe once they play in it, I'll be jacked. I know you're not a fan of them. Yeah, I fucking love the away jerseys. I like I like the away I like the away more the away than the third. Yeah, I'm not really down for third. I've seen a few people post photos, and I'm like, yeah, they're dope. But I'm I'm actually really liking the new jerseys. I'm excited to yes. see in person, like. I do. I I do. I mean, I don't hate the whites as much. I don't. I don't even hate them. I, a lot of people hate the whites. I I, I don't hate them. Uh, I feel like the whole getup itself. They could have gone in a little bit of a different direction, but yeah, there's can't be choosers here. But I. So I'm just hoping if, that next year, fanatics is like, just kidding. We're giving you the '90s jerseys. I I I hope that's the case. Yeah, and then. And then a uh, new third jersey, or if you want to make it a fourth jersey of just the Pooh Bear with a, maybe a, a little bit of a different kind of yellow. That'd be so sick. Oh, man. I was hoping they bring back that reverse retro. Sometimes, sometimes I go to YouTube and I'll just, no, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. That was going to go way off the rails, but it was basically <laughs> me jerking off to Sergey Samsonov in a. Pooh Bear jersey, Sergey Samsonov, man, what a player! Yeah, I completely good. forgot. I was talking to a kid at this, my store the other day because he was shitting on the Oilers. Like the Oilers haven't done shit in my lifetime. And I was like, they, he's like, my lifetime, they went to the Cup once. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah. And then I never remember Sergey Samsonov was on that team. 
Was the he Oilers really? Trade, yeah, the Oilers traded for him at the deadline. I remember him being on the Oilers. Fuck. Oh, I, I was like, I should fucking. I have, an, I have a blank Oilers jersey. I was like, I should get Samson off on it. Put Samson off on it. Off. That would be sick. Because I was going to get Lucic and I never got around to it. That would be sweet. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he, he was on that, uh, that Heartbreaker Oilers. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. What's that? Say so, yeah, I said saying yeah, that? he was on the Heartbreaker Oilers team though. Lost the cup to the hurricane. That's, actually, that reminds me. My buddy actually took his honeymoon to Banff. Went to, that's so right. I, I, that's that's a fair place to go in Canada. Yeah, absolutely. In the summer, I guess. Yeah, but bunch of stunners, bunch of Aussies, bunch of bars. Good <laughs> hiking. Yeah, <laughs> right, right up their alley. But yeah, those those jerseys they they move the needle. I mean, the obviously the the home one it, it's probably the best looking one. Yeah, uh, it looked really clean. I'm I'm assuming they're gonna go back to those black ones Friday night for it. I don't because the o- opening night they're opening they're up with those, the third yeah. jerseys. Yeah, so I I'd imagine that's the first time you're gonna see them. Because I mean, why break out the alternates in uh, a preseason game when? And then we have this theory that Lucic isn't gonna play a single home game till opening night. Like he's yeah, gonna get all of our games. Who's Lucic gonna fight on opening night? You think it's gonna be Nick? I I think Nick Felino. No, I think Fliggy's gonna fight for him and Hall. He's gonna I, try to I, ruin the party. I feel like, yeah, I could like, see him doing guys. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he ended up getting paid, dude. He should thank us if anything, because oh, we yeah, traded he's... we traded him to a team, and he's somehow making more than he did in the previous year he's making more money and he's in like a heavy market and he gets to play yeah, like the next fucking Connor mcdavid generational talent yeah i mean Hopefully yeah him and, i mean at least at least he went over there with taylor hall so he's not a complete loner he looks he looks miserable though i feel so bad for taylor hall yeah he does especially because he has a kid on the way too that's why i'm gonna feel bad for greer when he gets sent down well I'm also i know like, shan's gonna kill me for that but oh he's, he's gonna get on the oh, team man. Yeah, <laughs> he's got he's got a kid coming. He had half the team over for the uh, for the gender reveal, so it's gonna sting a little bit more when he gets sent down. I could see but, him being that guy if it like really went south and he was retired. I can see him just working for the Bruins in some capacity. Oh yeah, DJing like DJing. Yeah, the, there's the a little part of me that's like maybe he doesn't even like hockey. Maybe he's just one of those guys that was good, wrote it out. I don't think hockey's a passion of his. I think it's obviously music and DJing. Yeah. So that 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 does make sense. I mean, I I I like that logic right there because I think that's oh what the hell just popped up. I think that's a fair oh fair what the fuck (laughs) something just a bunch of pictures just popped up for me. Weird. Trying something. No, I think there's a lot. I think it would be asked a lot of dudes if hockey was their passion. I feel like a lot of them would say no. Yeah, a lot of them like just never skate again after. Uh... Yeah, like Sean Thornton was like, "I'm throwing on my skates the day I retire." He just fucking yeah. did. I'll never forget. Just... That post. <laughs> <laughs> skates in the garbage, and he's like, "I haven't been in the ice since." Fuck that. Work yeah, yeah, I... on the tie. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, even like you'll hear like Whitney on spit and chicklets. How well he he like physically can't because how bad his ankles are. But I mean, it's crazy that like a guy like him whose career was ended 
fairly early because of injuries. He just has no passion to skate again or anything. Like, I mean, you hear about one thing you'll hear is like, also what I love hearing is like these guys who always grinded it out and like were just kind of role players for a team, especially like these older guys. Like, they'll always whenever they go on podcasts and stuff talking about what they're doing now, they're they're all still playing beer league, which I absolutely yeah. love. It's fucking yeah. amazing. Imagine it, that must be like, the best feeling in the world, just being uh a former pro and then just you don't have to work ever again so you just look forward to beer league once or twice a week and just right? let it rip with the boys and your, your biggest stress is like i gotta stop for beers on the way yeah <laughs> i have to stay awake till eight o'clock tonight to make my nine o'clock game or something like that yeah what a pro- what a great problem to have well i can't remember who well, it was for like a commercial for some Finnish company, but like Peter Forsberg just showed up. Oh, to a game once. and like one of the Are dudes on the bench, the he like nudged him. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What it was. He's like, that's that's Forsberg. The guy's like, yeah, yeah, he's playing really good. And he's like, no, like that's fucking Peter Forsberg. Yeah. And he's like so unfazed, but I'm like, oh man, I'd fucking cream. Like, oh my God, I would. Yeah, I would. I just want, I. I'd be too scared to be on the ice. I would just want to sit on the bench and watch him skate the whole time. Yeah. It's like when those videos crack me. Have you seen the one? um, Eli Manning. I think he pranked like BYU students or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, He shows up. He's throwing absolute darts. It's like, yeah, you can still do it. it. The quarterbacks (laughs) are nervous. Like who the fuck is this guy? He's yeah. I can't remember his name. What they said his name was. It's a great fucking name though. That's all I remember. Those, yeah, those videos crack. My one of my favorite ones is too. Like I know we're kind of all over the map, but when Greg Maddox pranked uh, Chris Bryant for a commercial, yeah. and Chris Bryant was kind of being a snob, he's like, "No, like I'll have him throw." He's like, "No, I, I, I can do it. I can do it." And then he's just like picking his spots. Fucking just so time. rattled. Imagine just being Chris Bryant. You see one of the greatest pitchers of all time, just like undercover throwing you <laughs> fucking dots. I, I actually saved this for this episode, so I'm glad you brought that up. Ooh. I have a buddy who diehard Cubs fan his whole life. Yeah. Like, he's like mid-40s. Um, ever since he was a kid, he used to listen to the Cubs on the radio. He lived out, out outside of the Winnipeg. God, that guy's He was so shit. mad. So, obviously, he watched them win the World Series. Yeah. And uh, he said when they started to tear apart the team, I was so heartbroken and so mad that I <laughs> never thought this would happen. But he fucking stopped cheering for the Cubs. No way. I was like, what? He's like, I'm sure I'll come around, but I'm just like, I can't. Just the way they handled it, the way like Holy they kind of told when you're out and they just trade. Like it wasn't, there was nothing. There was no option. You can retire as a Cub. Just shipped him out. Now he's like a bit like big twins guy right now. Yeah, that's like that's an interesting choice of a team. Like that, that was like, dude, that was your opportunity to bandwagon on like a decent team. Yeah, (laughs) like go to the Dodgers. Yeah, I was like, go to the Dodgers, Astros. I I wouldn't even fucking be mad at you about like (laughs) after going your whole life cheering for the Cubs. Like, fuck, you have every right to be like, fuck it, I want to ring ASAP. But I can't uh, believe that's what it took for him. It, It wasn't, it wasn't like that guy. Oh, touching that, that foul ball. Area. They even made a Netflix documentary on that or something, but why? But go on. But yeah, and he was like, but he asked me, he's like, what would it take for you to like stop cheering for the bees? 
I was like, I'd be pissed, but I don't know if I'd stop sharing. Like, there's still kids coming up in the system if, to like, keep my eye on. But like, yeah, I was like, if we won in 2019 and like by 2021 they traded away everybody, I'd probably yeah, I probably would have punched a hole in the wall. If Especially they, if, like like they traded like Bergeron and shit. Like, I for sure would have been like, I'm fucking. This is questionable. Like, there's well that that would be that would be one way. Like, as soon as you start saying that, I was trying to think of scenarios of how or why I would stop cheering for the Bruins and watching them. If I could watch the Bruins all last season and watch that playoff run and still be a giant fan of theirs, I don't think there's anything that can actually like piss me off to the point where I I'd stop cheering for them. The only possible scenario would be them trading like Bergeron and Marshy in like a package deal just to like kind of reload money or whatever. Yeah. Free up money uh load up on draft picks and shit like that that would easily because you know that'd be coming from um jacobs jacobs yes yeah. jacobs like you know that because obviously that's not something even sweeney would do but that would be coming from the higher ups and that would piss me off even more because that is where our money goes towards those scumbags i'm calling them scumbag like i'm actually yeah, getting scumbag. myself a little getting myself a little worked up right now just thinking <laughs> about them doing that speaking of that playoff series because the jets home openers against the panthers oh i was wearing my where i wearing sweaters the other day and some dude chirping about the lc here he's like oh home opener against you know who they're playing i was like yeah i'm well aware man well aware he's like oh you know you, you're gonna go i was like if i can get a ticket that's not gonna cost me an arm and a leg i will go yeah and like but his face because he's like aren't does that rattle you a bit and i said like, eh, i've like i've seen him lose cups like you beat us in the first round good for you i'm more mad at them for not closing out the deal when it mattered the most and his face he was just like oh I'm you like, yeah, like I was like, we lose cups, you guys lose rounds, you know? It's, it's a bit different. <laughs> we like we might have blew a 3-1 lead, whatever. Yeah, but we all survived the Brad Marshan game seven uh line change. So I mean, you think a 3-1 series blown lead is really gonna bother us? No, nah, dude, we're we're pretty bulletproof to that shit. Well, I had someone the other day, so obviously a named captain, and some guy was like at Leo's here, it's like the bar that we have up here. He's like, yeah. I just don't know if I'd like, like, he licks faces, man. Like, I, like people are still riding that, right? I was like, man, Jesus. that was like five years ago. He's like, yeah. And I was like, you know what he did the year after that? He's like, no, what? I was like, he fucking Put blew it in game point. seven. It was oh, yeah. the most selfish play and caused it to be two nothing. That's <laughs> what I remember. I'm sorry that Callahan got his face licked. Like, fuck, poor guy. And I, I was like, that wasn't even the worst thing that happened to that dude's career. He retired, and then this team won back-to-back cups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure Marshy licking his face ain't the end of the world, man. <laughs> Just bullied him into retirement. Yeah. And he had, like, a health thing. And he was, like, the Hosa thing. Couldn't wear equipment anymore. Oh, was it? I know he took a good amount of injuries, too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It could be wrong, but... Fuck. Uh... Yeah, I mean, well, speaking of Marshy, speaking of this Bruins team, what kind of, because I'm not sure if we'll have you on before. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if you'll be on again. Well, we'll obviously have Bobby's Corner, but we'll have you on with us. Um, Before the season kickoff, uh, 
with Marshy being named captain, and it's kind of like something me and Brett talked a little bit about last week, I'm pretty sure. With Marshy being named captain, do you think that this team is going to kind of have a different identity, different kind of mindset when it comes to night in and night out? Like, I mean, say it's game fucking 37 on a Tuesday night at, you know, 730 at night. Like, you got a shit team. Like, I feel like games like that, those are going to be games that the Bruins get up for more than they typically have in the past because of a guy like Marty named captain, you know? I agree. I don't think they're going to lose. This is insane to think, to say. And, like, I'm going to get shit on. If Marshy is the captain, say, like, 2019, they don't lose game seven. Oh. Marshy is the kind of guy who, like, dictates the play he shows up every night like he does not he's he's like he's the, he's like the mean guy like not that he's the he's like the good cop bad cop he's the bad yeah. cop he's for sure like <laughs> won 65 games last year fucking bowed out look beyond it it's fucking over he just yeah. like because when cassidy mentioned that he might have a hard time with the younger kids i was like i get what he's saying but it's also like he's marshy's for sure gonna like go up to a guy like Bertois. Or Lori. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, any other organizations willing to give you the time and space to grow, but like Pasta, Mackie, fucking uh, Carlo, we've all lost cups. We've all lost chances of cups. Either it's fucking show up and play or fuck off. Sorry. Do you want to grow somewhere or go to Anaheim? Like, I feel like he's going to be that kind of guy. Like, we're here to support you, but like, just understand, like, if you, you're here to show up. Like I can see yeah. being that kind of captain, which I'm not yeah, saying Bergeron right. maybe wasn't, but it's like you need someone to be like, hey, it's this isn't the fucking time. Like New Jersey on a Wednesday night in January may be mud to you, but like that's the difference between who we play in the first round. Yeah, and I think I I can see stuff like that because I I think I mean Marshy has a lot to kind of hang on to a little bit as well as far as this when it comes to him not being happy with how last season ended and obviously him losing one of his best friends to retirement um to you know what was it yeah 2019 right was it 19 yeah Yeah, 19 19 obviously we know how that went 13 i mean he's had he's had plenty of opportunities to win win the cup uh, he's been right there plenty of other times. They had a historic season last year. He he did not play to his standard. Yeah, because Which I is mean, like, I think it was his body more than him. Yeah, the, and I you could definitely sense the frustration last year from him when it came to that because I mean he'd, he he would be snake bitten with goals for a while, and then it would get brought up in media, and you could tell you could sense the frustration from him but he never really let it show too much on the ice. I just think he thought he was going to rehab and maybe he felt pain free, but obviously it, the body just, wa- yeah, the body just wasn't there. Didn't give him enough time to gain back the strength that he needed or anything. I mean, he did essentially come back a little early from that uh, injury re- rehab as well. So the, from the surgery, so I think you're going to get a well-rested, rejuvenated eager brad marchand i'm also just super selfish i think 
what Taylor Swift did for the league, Brad could do with uh, Gary Bedman having to hand him the Stanley Cup. Dude. That would be oh like God. one of the greatest fucking moments in hockey of all time. Imagine that smirk, you the smirk that he would be given. Yeah. <laughs> like, ima- oh my God. Especially if they like did a gentleman's sweep in the final. Like, it wasn't like a, you know, it was close series. It's like they showed up and they yep. just absolutely steamrolled like the Kraken or the Avs. <laughs> the Knights and, and like, yeah, and, you have to do this. <laughs> Sportsnet, TSN, ESPN. This is the clip and, you have to show for the next year. <laughs> and it needs to be the cover of NHL 25 as well. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but like, imagine, oh man, Twitter would be so fun that night. Holy shit. Oh my God. This summer, the t shirts. Like, I would go to the Hall of, I would move to Toronto for the summer. And go to the Hall of Fame every day until the day they change the Stanley Cup photo they have. <laughs> and like the moment they do it, I would like shake a fucking bottle of champagne and pop it open. Yeah. The rocking lives. Like <laughs> <laughs> it'd be fucking so good. Like as soon as he was named the captain, that's all I thought of was just like Gary's fucking face when he's like he thinks about all the captains he's given us to, like Crosby, Ovi, Stammer. Like I know, uh, <laughs> I mean, like here you go. I've already seen. <laughs> I've already seen people. I mean, like yeah, Stammer, Crosby. I forgot Colorado's Landis Cog. I mean, all these guys throughout these years that have been handed the cup after winning, and for March, it would be wonderful if it was the last cup he handed out and then retired. Like if Marshy's the one that retired. Um, if Martian retired after, if, if or Batman oh, retired. he forced Batman into retirement. Like that Batman, like that's, that's Batman's last cup handout. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, man, that would be historical. <laughs> I, w- I would, I would get that picture tattooed on my ass. Right. You just know a Canadian team would win it the next year, and it'd be like that was it. Martian just yeah. needed to be the guy, <laughs> and, and I'd be fine with that. I, I kind of love that these can't Canadian teams just can never win. But like, oh, if that was the scenario there, what's yeah. that? Also, oh no, it's comedic at this point. Oh, it's uh, it's Cause fucking... like, because I mean, think about all these great Canadian teams that there have been. I mean, granted, a few years ago, Montreal had no business being in the. I'm using air quotes here. Stanley yeah. Cup Finals. No, no. What a <laughs> what a joke that was. <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, every year since McDavid came into the league, oh, is this is this. Uh, Edmonton's year. I mean, uh, Calgary had a really good year, or not, well, not last year, but they've had really good years. They've stacked some teams. I mean, before yeah. Kachuk left, uh, even Ottawa. Uh, Ottawa. Ottawa's so far behind. I don't think, I don't know, man. Ottawa's. I mean, if you go back to Ottawa, like late 90s, early 2000s, kind of. They were so good. They were so they had I mean, Tara and Wade Redden on the back end. Holy Al- fuck. Alfredson, Spezza, Heatley. I mean, fucking all star. <laughs> fucking all star. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Canadian team wise, like Toronto's always had one of the best rosters. Like I just, for a long, for, for a while, most recently. I mean, it's, they've always had phenomenal rosters. Just, they can never obviously, you know, that, that story. None of them get my dick card. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Calgary's the only team I can see Calgary making a move to make them like quote unquote contenders. 
But that so, all just, if Markstrom is better this year, that that's what that really oh, decides. Uh, on. Yeah, that's Markstrom's that's better. And if um fuck his name's escaping their main defenseman there, if he can stay healthy, like they have a fighting chance. Because they had more points than Florida did last year. Did they? Yeah, they had like two more points than them. So if they're in the East, they're in the fucking playoffs. Yeah. Because they're in like this stacked division. Because Seattle just took off. They seemed more bad than they were. And they they lost like 31 goal games. So it was like a lot of people wrote them off. And I was like, it might have just been a weird fucking year. Like got dumped. (laughs) (laughs) Not once, but twice. And then like try to piece it together. Had a shitty coach. Yeah. They, they made, yeah, shitty coach. They make that one for one. And then you see Kachuk kind of flourish down in Florida. And the guy they got just didn't really do much. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Uh, Uh, Huberto. Huberto, yeah. He didn't do shit. Obviously didn't carry over his career year over to Calgary. Uh, I think one of the first things he said, too, when he, like, the first dating back to last summer when he got traded and signed, was talking about how they need a new rink over there in Calgary. Oh, they do. It's falling apart. That's that's embarrassing, man. You're an NHL team. The only cool uh-huh. thing about their rink is they have a parking lot there, like a big parking lot, so you can like tailgate. Yep. But like, See, that's why I like that. Like, what playoffs tailgate for? <laughs> God, yeah, I know. But like, what Calgary? Not Calgary. Uh, I hate to admit it, but Carolina the Hurricanes. Like, they do well. That they got a parking lot, people tailgate and stuff. It's a great fucking time. You have good weather majority of the time. It doesn't get too cold. I mean, come playoff time. I mean, that place does. They do get they electric. Yeah. yeah, like they they fucking bring it. I but my friend Sarah there is a Canes fan. She's like, it's, it gets crazy down here. I was like, it, yeah, it really I never is. said it didn't. I'm just yeah, you guys are fucking nuts. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> that might, as far as on Twitter, that might be the worst fan base ever on Twitter. Well, there was that oh, list of like top top hated teams and the hurricanes were like 28th or some shit i was I like this know. fucking list sucks this list isn't yeah right. and the bruins were first overall first, yeah ahead of toronto you gotta be fucking there's no fucking way there's no Not fucking, a fucking way. chance i'm not buying that if toronto had a 65 win season blew a 3-1 series lead it would have oh been like God, catastrophic man. the fans would have been given like death threats to florida if we lost like, the majority of us like didn't point at florida we were like is our fucking coach was the fucking goalie. Yeah. Like none of us were like, fuck you, Kachuk. And we were all just like, Yeah, you guys beat us. Good for you. Enjoy Picture this. Around. Toronto Toronto has a career year, beats our record from last regular season record from last year. We play them in the first round. We just sweep them for nothing. It'd be it would be the best. That would it oh would my god, man. I would I I think I would I think I would be happy with However, the Bruins end after that, if regardless if they advance and win it all or if they don't, if they get eliminated the next round, I'd still be happy. I could probably happily retire from podcasting after that. Just <laughs> make one last episode shitting on their organization. <laughs> I love to see them fail, man. That's one organization that I will just I would suck all the dicks in the world to see them never win a cup. I mean, how long has it been? It's been a long 50, time 55 56 years now this season jesus yeah it's like it's fucked it's fine that it's is past the point where i'm like 
yeah, that'd be cool. Now I'm like, no, nah, keep it rolling. It was like, it's funny, but now it's like, it's like, okay, well, it's it's funny how stupid this dude is, but then you realize like, okay, this person's actually really stupid and they're not taking a hint. Now it's no longer funny how stupid they are. That's kind of how I feel with Toronto at times. I mean, I, I still love it. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, you kind of roll your eyes. It's like, you jackasses really can't figure this out for yourself. And I the just fact think that Riley, Riley was like, I'm not staying. That's <laughs> I love that because it's just like a slap in the face to them. And he's just like, I'm getting the fuck out of town. Who do you end? Oh, Nashville, right? Nashville, yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm getting the fuck out of town. I'm going to Music City. And Nashville just, makes sense. He's a big yeah. music guy. Probably yeah, wants his he, kid to grow his kids grow up and up in like a yeah, a neighborhood okay. where like kids don't shit on their dad like your dad's <laughs> ryan o'reilly your dad used to be so good what happened <laughs> like your dad's fucking working in hvac your dad used to make so much money what happens like, whatever <laughs> fuck you at least my dad's on a bum or oh, i'm yeah. sure like nashville he's like my dad plays for the hockey team and I'm like that's cool man do you want to like go play baseball yeah <laughs> <laughs> no exactly like he can just walk like, anywhere with his family and just not get harassed. I'm sure in Toronto wasn't fun. He probably didn't even bring his family up there. Dude, living but... in Toronto, I can tell you right now, I get why players don't like fucking playing there. It'd be like, yeah. like I got death threats being a Bruins fan, which is like I could deal with that. But dude, I've like, had I've had Toronto fans insufferable, man. I've had Toronto fans DM me before when I've chirped them, like just like accounts I've never even like seen before or anything. I just chirp them and or I, I just chirp a Toronto fan, Toronto, like the Leafs in general, not even the fans or anything. I just chirp them. And then next thing you know, I have like two to three DMs. Like they somehow like dug up old tweets about my dad, like, like Movember stuff. And then they'll be like, oh, yeah, your dad's dead. Ha ha ha. Like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, damn, all I, said, all I said was you guys continue to lose, but <laughs> yeah, they yeah, take it I, so personal. I don't. They get really it. do. Like, I don't know. I don't. Know. I'll say if someone like chirped me with my dead dad, I'd be like, "Sorry, man. I know a lot of police officers on the force. Like, <laughs> like in person, <laughs> I just call like one of my friends I know and be like, this guy fell into my fucking hand. I don't know. Dude. I, I can't wait for the day. We. <laughs> um. I can't wait for the day that the. uh that we bring on a Toronto Maple Leafs podcast or writer to prime time. Cause then I, the Slack there was one person here. I was going to message about it, but I was like, no, they're insufferable. They're like, oh, really? yeah. Like, like they're poor loser. I was like, I don't want you. In yeah. Oh, you can't No, we, we need someone level headed. Cause yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't do that. Cause they won't last long. <laughs> yeah. It's like, fuck. <laughs> Um, yeah, Toronto fan insufferable. Like, I just, I get it. Like, when I first moved there, I, I, I think I had a Jets hat on. I think I wore my Jets snapbacks. So be like, oh, okay. from Winnipeg. Ugh. And uh, some dudes like, you like hockey, like the Leafs. It's like oh, I'm more of a bees guy. He's like, and he just freaked out at me. Just like, yeah, whatever, out. man. 2013 fucking meltdown. Like, went through all the details. Get over it. I was like, I didn't. 
even record. I didn't even say anything about that. Year, I didn't right? even fucking bring it up. <laughs> nah, dude, just told you I like the bees. Like that was it. And he was like, "Fuck you, man. You're a fucking piece just, of shit." And I was like, and it just triggered him. Oh, yeah, I was like, whatever, dude. But <laughs> I'm like Morgan Riley. Like the one time I met him, he was just like hacking fucking joints, like with their darts. And I was like, I guess that's his secret. Eh? He's just high all the time when he's not at the range. Yeah. So people are like, "Fuck <laughs> you." And he's like, "Oh yeah, that's." <laughs> guys, that's man. fucking great. <laughs> oh, Did I ever tell you wow. my Freddie? I don't know if I ever told this story. Did we tell the Freddie Anderson story? I don't think so. No, it was 2018. We beat him. That was the year that like Jake DeBrus had that huge goal. And I was, I was literally, it was like game one, Tampa, Boston. I was oh, leaving okay, work. Yeah. Had my headphones, listening to the radio feed to go home and watch it. And I walked by this like bougie uh, ice cream shop. And I just like made eye contact with some dude because you could tell someone was staring at my jersey. And I like kind of looked at them and at like mid lick, just staring at me, looked traumatized. And it was Freddie Anderson. And I was like, oh, I felt like I actually felt kind of felt bad because like you didn't really play bad in the series, dude. Yeah. And I remember I just like did like the head nod was like super like uh up, man? That's that's too funny. I just kept walking, was like, fuck, that's rough. That's a rough one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's out with his wife and shit. He's like, it's fine. I'm over. It's not a big deal. He just sees like this kid walking down Queen Street in a Martian jersey. <laughs> Shitty too. Like instantly ruined his night. Yeah, had a coffee cup, had a beer inside there. So he's like, this fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's all time. Oh, if man. I if I lived in Toronto, I would just probably harass them all the time. But you don't see them as much as you think. But uh, God, they probably, I feel like you would just never want to go out, right? No, I was at a really bougie uh, restaurant once. My buddy Chris knew the sous chef, so we went. Yeah. And their big thing was like Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews come here every now and then. And I was like, sick. Are they, are they coming tonight? They're like, we don't know. And like, that's literally how they draw people to their fucking place. <laughs> on the off chance that you might see Mitch and Austin, but that you might see them. Those are the I mean, two dudes I honestly would never want to hang with, though. I feel no? like they're kind of lame. I feel like they're the kind of dudes that are like, let's go back to my place. <laughs> and you go, and he's like, okay, man, it's getting pretty late. It's like nine. I got to go to bed. You should probably leave. You know, it can. I could see like, them being like, have you ever seen the movie uh, The Breakup? Oh, fuck yeah. What a great so that's Vince a, Vaughn. That's a deep cut. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so Vince Vaughn's on the couch. I can yeah. see one of them being like this, basically. But well, not not like Vince Vaughn, but the date that Jennifer Anderson had. So Vince Vaughn's on, on the couch, you know, shit talking kids in GTA or Madden, whatever the fuck <laughs> he was playing. Yeah. And um Jennifer Anderson, they still live together. Obviously, they're going through the divorce, whatever, but or breakup, what whatever it was. Uh the guy comes to the door to pick up his date, Jennifer Aniston. And <laughs> obviously, obviously he didn't like that very much. So what does he tell the guy? He, he told the guy, he made some kind of jokes. And then he was like, oh, just get her two uh, dirty apple martinis or something like that. And then she's all yours. And then they cut to them at the restaurant. They're making small talk. Waiter comes over to take their order. And he orders for her and gives her like a little smile or wink or whatever it was like to a, or like, yeah, can we get the lady an apple martini or something like that? And I just I could I could see I could see Mitch Barner being like that or like Austin Matthews 
So like, I could see that like, though. Yeah. Like, oh no, yeah, sweetie, you don't, baby, you don't know what you want to order. I'll order for you, and then just complete <laughs> douchery. But that, I oh man, that kind of makes me want to hate Matthews even more. When do you think he gives up on that hairline? Three three seasons in, I think three more three more seasons. Would that be twenty twenty six. I think he gets someone pregnant for sure, <laughs> and then he shaves his head. He's like my dad now. Homer flow <laughs> and shaves it. Austin Matthews doesn't seem like the kind of guy who ever wants to settle down. I think he just wants to be an NHL rock star and moon people and. If he uh, show if he off does win, if he does win there, he might go down as like a Joel Namath type, where he just becomes like Broadway Joe in the oh, NHL. Hold on, you froze it's real. No worries. That's me. Is that you? Are we back? Okay, we're back. Was that? I was I. I, was saying, I don't know. You were all choppy there for a minute. Chop suey, baby. Yeah, I was saying if uh, Austin ever wins in Toronto, he just needs to win once, yeah. and that's it. He just becomes Broadway Austin. And he's just oh yeah, like he'll show up to like events and like those fur jackets when he's old and shit. Start chirping, oh yeah, like forty years. Like I'm into that. If that like if they win once and he just lives that identity up, I'm cool with that. Because that's gonna be a fun. I'd be cool. Like I know Brett said, he's gonna go. He's gonna wear Blue Jay shit. Probably secretly rock a Leafs jersey. And he would. Brett be the kind of guy that do it. Like watch it to me, girls. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's, like he's, that guy. <laughs> I could see that trying to justify. He sure has like a weird, weird. He probably has like their winter classic from like 2016. He he, he definitely like, has a Marner one too. Yeah, he oh he he's definitely has guy. some kind yeah. of. <laughs> he definitely has something, some kind of clothing piece of article. That is a Maple Leafs one. He he might not admit it, but I guarantee you we go through his wardrobe, we'd find something. But, like I envy you guys for being in like Massachusetts or Boston. You don't have like the hometown pressure of like an NHL team. <laughs> so the yeah. Jets, I'm like, man, like my biggest problem with the Jets is like I think their fans suck. The, the, <laughs> and the fans I do know that I like that are a good time, they think the fans suck. They think our organization sucks, has no pull in the city. Like, we have an event here called Nui Blanche that we do every fall across Canada. Yeah. Maybe even outside. I don't know if North America, I don't know if America does it, but it's just like, a, like people just throw like art exhibits downtown. You walk around, you drink, you just vibe out. There'll be like live bands playing, cool shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching, like, it's downtown. So it's where the Jets play. And I didn't see a single Jets jersey or a hat. No Not shit. Even, yeah, nothing. And like the Jets weren't That's there. Sad. They just released this new jersey. And I was like, man, like if you were the Jets, you I would be like, I would pick like five random followers, 10, whatever, and be like, hey, I'm gonna give you this new Jets jersey. Go out, hand out pamphlets with like a QR code that like scans for a schedule or some shit. Just like make it known that the Jets are there and that we care. It's downtown Winnipeg, it's where we play. We want people to know the Jets give a fuck. And it pisses me off they don't do shit like that. And then they get mad and like, well, no one's buying tickets. I'm like, no one fucking cares that you exist. Like, <laughs> you literally like market to one demographic. You own that demographic, and you're yeah. like, fine, good. I like, am. Um, like, 
So like a lot of like my pressure when I like wear jet shit outside sometimes is being like, yo, we have an NHL team. Please watch them. Please. I don't, is... want, I don't want to lose them. <laughs> <laughs> I unfortunately it, it seems like you might be on your way to losing them. I think so. I think you the mean, whole Atlanta thing, I think they might go back to Atlanta. I will be so mad if they did that again. It sucked, but like it's like fuck. Because Atlanta's issue was over. It wasn't when, fans. When Winnipeg's doing good though, I mean I feel like the city has to be electric. Like I love what they do with the whiteouts and shit. That's the only like, problem. It's it's when they're doing good. Yeah, when That's, they're doing and, good. Like the, the best part about sports is cheering for your team when they suck. Because when and they're good, man, you don't fucking you don't take it for granted. Yeah. And it's hard. I mean, do you do you think the Jets? I know we're not really talking Bruins right now, but uh, do you do you think the Jets? I mean, 20, 30 games into the season, they see that they're just there's no playoff hopes, and obviously, Hellebuck's probably gone after this season. It sounds like, it sounds like he's kind of gone back and forth with the idea. Well, last last Thursday, he said he's open to signing an extension, but he wants to win. I was like, yeah. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I I, like, I don't because I think the writing's on the wall. I think you're gonna lose Shifley. I think we should I think we should have lost Shifley this summer, to be honest with you. That I, you guys they should trade him or they could get a lot for him at this trade deadline. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's really, what they drifted off to, but yeah, Shifley not getting the C is huge. That's everything you need to know about that oh, relationship. Yeah. It's over. Yeah, he's out. Well, he was was he a former captain or was he always an assistant? No, he's captain? assistant. But when Blake got named captain, everyone thought Shifley was going to be the captain. Yeah, it was just like, oh, Shifley's next in line. And they're like, give it to Blake, and they're like, Blake will have it for a few years, and then he'll leave or he'll retire, and then we'll give it to Mark. And then Blake left, and they're like, Adam Lowry, our third line center, you're the captain. <laughs> <laughs> well, Blake, like last year, they didn't have any cap. Yeah, they didn't have a captain, right? Captain. Yeah, they just had three A's. I know Berg is fucking jerking off to that right now, but yeah, he would have loved the Jets last year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's a weird time to be a Winnipeg Jets fan with those third jerseys you guys just got. Uh, Which I do want to circle back to, like us, because I did make the joke. I think it's dumb. I don't know. Actually, I'm not going to go into that. Anyways, it's no. just like it's just dumb because they were like, you can't do th- you can't do cool warm up jerseys anymore. So yeah. military tribute night like over, which I thought yep. was kind of bullshit. It's a huge thing across the league. And, I, I um, agree. Yeah, and uh, no, like forever. Like if I, if I show up to a game like that and they wear those jerseys, I'll go up for warm ups and shit. That's like one of the only nights where I actually like stay and watch the uh, national anthems. Other than that, I just hang on the lobby because I'm not a national anthem guy. Yeah, I got my, yeah, uh, my personal views, but when it's military appreciation night, I'm like, no, nah, these dudes shit signed up. I'm fucking, you got my fucking two minutes. That's all you want. You got it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so they they put up those jerseys as kind of like a loophole, which is cool. By the way, I actually kind of like. Well, now that I've seen the jerseys in person, I actually kind of like them. Kind of get what they're going with it. But certainly, back, that's how I'll feel with the third jerseys, our third jerseys, Bruins. I hope but so. I hope so. But going too, back with no, no, you're good with the bees. So Vancouver in the 50th anniversary season for warm up games on like select nights, they wore a different throwback jersey as their warm up. Oh, that's pretty. I was sick. like, 
Dude, like obviously the, the centennial season. I thought that's what the bees were gonna do. Oh, fuck, that's not a bad idea at all. And then now they're like, you can't do warm up jerseys. And I was like, you motherfuckers. That's because that would have been sick. Like that would, there's that so many been other tough. errors besides the errors I said we got. Yeah, no, there are. So like I mean like for that me, like Tampa's a bigger rivalry than Montreal now. Oh, yes. And you 100%. can wear like last year's kits with them. I mean, like, you know, it's just last year, but yeah, it's like you just it sucks too with kind of where the league's at right now because the team like Montreal, you just you don't really get up for those games anymore like we used to. I mean, no. I'm sure that'll yeah, change Tampa's at some point. That's for me where I'm like, yeah, if I oh, see Tampa's playing, like, sorry, I can't can't do anything that night. Yeah, but I mean, Toronto, like, it's yeah, Florida's for sure gonna be that team too now. Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm going. Going to that first game against the Panthers at home at the end of October. Uh, that's, that's that's a game a game. That's what that is. We're gonna fucking kill them that game. Oh yeah, or, I don't we'll hold it. off to one goal lead. Like it's gonna be I some even, bullshit. It's they're definitely gonna send a message, but yeah, I don't even think Kachuk's gonna be back by then, right? He's gonna miss like the first month so. of the season, I believe. I could be wrong. <clears throat> I thought that's what I remembered hearing because I know he had the shoulder surgery. He doesn't have the uh, the brace or anything anymore. Like no, that. yeah, he so doesn't have the he's sling, doing like so. um, he's just doing yeah. like basic fucking recovery. But yeah, I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I'm gonna try to double check. But I could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure. I don't know if he's been. I don't think he's been practicing. Yeah, I haven't seen a single shot of him on the ice at all. Yeah, I kind of just yeah. like another rivalry. They don't think it's talked about is like Carolina. Like that's obviously a big rival with us. Yeah, that's a game that both sides like get up for. Even the fan bases. I know. Oh man, more so the fan bases. I feel yeah. like oh, we hate each I, other. I think yeah. Between like with Twitter, like I just I think it's it's a big <laughs> like it's a big rivalry between us and Carolina fans, right? This also might be like a. I want to get your take on it. So I was hoping Brad would be on too. This might be the Bergeron thing, but I found the last few years when we played Colorado, they were fucking nasty games. I don't know if you guys noticed that, especially the year they won the cup. I do. I do. The games were intense. It was like, because those are the games was like, maybe this team isn't as bad as we're all saying. Like, fuck, we're we're like holding it pretty well against Colorado. No, I, I remember because I remember like the year, I think it was the year Colorado won it. Like they were just going off that yeah, whole we were, like, neck to neck season. And then, yeah, and then we um we went into their barn one night, one random night, and it was a big game. I think we were even maybe missing a big piece, and we went in there and won. Yeah. I can't so. remember who, but yeah, it was like that's a team where I'm like just randomly in the last few years, I'm like, we fucking just don't like the abs. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Like, I know the Kadri thing didn't help, for sure. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm kind of open with the Flames this year. It's like, Flames don't really have, like, they have Edmonton, and that's it. And, like, I'm just so sick of the Battle of Alberta talk up here in Canada. It's, yeah, People it's definitely, I mean, it's. Shit off so hard. It's definitely not as fun when, you know, one one team from Alberta kind of takes off and the other just kind of takes a step or two back. If uh, Edmonton doesn't win the Stanley Cup this year or next year, and Leon Drysaddle goes to market, would you be Ooh. mad if the Bruins gave all the money in the world? 
what's all the money in the world? Are we talking like 12, oh, 13 it's, million? It's be 12 or 13 for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wouldn't like that. These I feel like he's kidding. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm like this. Uh, you want to rattle any Canadian ever? Because that like Edmonton's the dying hope, right? Edmonton's the like, even Grace is on that boat. Edmonton's going to be Toronto in the cup final. <laughs> I think I think David Pasternak's a better player than Leon Draisaitl. See, because yeah, Leon, Leon's also a power play mogul, but Pasta's shown he can do it five on five. Yeah, Pasta, he's definitely a better goal scorer. Um, as far as overall play, Pasternak's two way game has definitely gotten a lot better. It's still not quite there yet. Uh, Draisaitl, I think the only thing that he really has over a guy like Pasternak is a. Uh, well, his playmaking ability, I, and to personally to me, I think is better than Pasternak. But also, Drysaddle yeah. being a centerman as well, yeah, it helps. You know, so I think that's the only reason why you probably see a guy like Drysaddle go first overall in 2014 draft, and Pasta would drop to two if you were to redraft that class. If yeah. they are both wingers, I think people would seriously consider Pasternak. I mean, that's a fair trade, yeah. How else is just like, what do you think his next contract's gonna look like? I mean, I know he's like, and the thing is, it's a contract that Kucherov should have got, yes, yeah, that too. And a lot of people will try to hate on, like, I'm trying to look up, I'm trying to look at the stats real quick. Like, like, nightmare fuel is that like Stammer goes to the Bolts, and then the next summer they sign Leon Dreisaitl. And they just have Stammer and, and Dry Saddle down there. They oh, and then Braden Point. Stammer and uh, Kucherov and Braden Point. <laughs> I, I don't see that happening, but <laughs> it would be a watch them go to fucking Seattle next year. Uh, not Seattle, Toronto. I don't know why or how I just said Seattle. Seattle? Seattle? I don't know, man. I feel like Seattle might be the real deal. Yeah, dude. Le- legit, like half of Dry Saddle's points last year were off the power play. Holy shit! I mean, same with McDavid though. He and had that's a the thing. If they get like, say they get to the finals, this is veering off so much, but like, say if they get to the finals and they get hit with a coach like Garube, where they let the first three games be power play controlled, and he says some shit about the refing, and then a the power play gets taken away. So I think that's something like Pasta really worked on after that. So yes, like, yeah. I'm not always gonna get the fucking power play call. I gotta fucking score five on five. Yeah, and that's that's what you want to see too out of like legit goal scorers is if are they capable of scoring five on five? Like Pasternak puts up sixty last year. Say, would you be worried if half them came from the power play? I would. Yeah, I mean, well, absolutely. Yeah. If say you got thirty to anywhere from twenty five to thirty on the power play, I mean. Obviously, the lower. Obviously, you want to see him be able to produce on the power play, but one thing Paso uh, is good at too is like uh, pumping up his stats against shitty teams. Yes, yeah, like when he was true. feeling against Philly, he was like, "We're Philly going to that Hattie, I'm getting yeah. that fucking bonus, boys." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dinner on me tonight. Yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah, up- I hope we fucking figure out the power play this year. I know, I know no Bergie, that changes everything, but it's like, fuck. I miss I, having a great power play. I know. I'm so excited long. for a new look power play. I mean, not like 
personnel wise, really, I feel like it's going to be kind of the same power play. But uh, the other day, actually, this is good because it brings us back to Bruins talk. But yeah. the other day, they were running some power play. I know we've been getting sidetracked a lot. They were running some power play drills, or and uh, they had two different units. The first unit was Zaka in Bergeron's old spot, the bumper. Uh, yeah, you yeah. had Pasta. Pasta on the left side, Marshy on the right side, McAvoy quarterback in it, and then you had JVR in front of the net. Obviously, he's phenomenal in front of the net. So that's, I mean, that's that's how I imagined our power play to look like. I mean, I think they want to give McAvoy, because Shattenkirk could easily play that role on the power play too. But I think they want to give McAvoy like that, see if he's capable of taking that next step right i mean yeah he's he's our number one defenseman he's getting paid like it so let's see if you can produce on the power play as well as you can produce on the pk and five on five i mean he's, yeah, he's been a workhorse for us in that role is saboro saboro kind of reminds man. me of uh tori krug lisa's size and he can really whip that fucking buck around his size he's like he's not like he's a oh, little bit that. smaller than Mackie. but just uh, like watching him skate and shit mm-hmm. and it's like the one preseason game he's in the highlights i saw on twitter he reminds me so much of krug and i might just be fucking high but like when it comes to our power play i'm yeah, like Fuck, I... if there's one person we miss it's tory krug in his prime oh yes tory anyway. krug helped out this power play so freaking much i mean he was phenomenal on the power play those cross ice passes he would have in our own zone to guys like Krejci or Pasternak whoever was in that one T spot yeah um I'm trying to but I, just, I saw a few clips of him hell? oh there's the ball and I was like man pretty sure Zabor's like six two yeah he's he was yeah Zabor's six two um I'm way off yeah he he yeah Confirmed. He, uh, fucking he's, a frustrating, he's a frustrating player. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's, he's he's definitely a frustrating player, though. I mean, because before the surgery, before the injury, before the ACL, I mean, he was having, of, he like, was not having room. And now it's like, you've got room. Now show us. And he just, he really, like, kind of plateaued as far as developing. I mean, he looked gr- I get it. Like coming back from ACL surgery is not easy by any means. Uh and then to be able to do that and come back and play with the best players in the world is even harder. But it's on you too to help yourself out. I mean, he didn't really help himself out last year and I I get it. Like there weren't too many opportunities for him last year because the back end for majority of the season was healthy, but he's he's had opportunities to I mean, he he knows he's in the running. Uh, he knows his contract situation. That's a contract year for him. He's not waiver exempt. He didn't get waived today by the Boston Bruins. No one did on the Boston Bruins, but there were some cuts made. But waiver exempt players could have been waived today, and he was not, uh, which I wasn't surprised by. But he hasn't had the best training camp. By the sounds of it, he hasn't. He didn't have the best game the other night. And it's kind of like he's got a he's got a nut up basically. I mean, it's yeah, no, he's twenty time. he's twenty he's twenty six years old, former first first overall pick. I mean, 
You gotta. Well, it's been dating back to 2021 that we've been giving him a shot. Yeah, we gave up on Stanika pretty fucking quick after that. <laughs> We're like, all right, it's not working. Bye. But it kind of like, worked. He got out. injured, so yeah, it's but like, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know, man. It's because He's before this year, I think Beecher makes it. But sorry, going. Yeah. Well, I think the only reason I think Zaboral stays with the team is because of his contract and because I don't think they really want to give it up on him yet because I think the front office hears that noise about the 2015 NHL draft. And if you get rid of him, then you're really just holding on to DeBrusque, really, right? I mean, Which, then all, that, that's all you really have to show for that. And you could possibly lose DeBrusque after this year, which I don't think will happen. I think he's a Bruin for life. I think he'll sign that extension. But I'd be okay uh, with us losing DeBrusque. I'm like walking Depending away on the free or like, of next year, like who's available or we can get. I'm, I don't know, man. I'm not a DeBrusque guy anymore. I. I I'm really came, not. I came I'm, back I'm around breaking the news DeBrusque. here. Not a <laughs> I love Nebraska for the first couple of years, of but like last three years, I don't know, man. Kind of fucking bitched and moaned, got on the Bergeron line, excelled, and I'm like, fucking uh, yeah, I, Pat Maroon could have put up the points he probably could put up. <laughs> he had not like he didn't make like play that maybe go like, oh my god. He was, like, he yeah, was really I, good I'm last just, year though, especially like up to that injury as well. I mean, I think my only knock on him is how streaky of a player he is, how hot and cold he gets. Um, That's definitely frustrating as a fan because it's like, all right, well, you went on this 20-game streak of 10 goals, 10 assists, and you had some highlight reel goals, and then he just disappears for the next 20 games. I mean, that's that's been the more frustrating thing is that he can't find that consistency. It felt like he started to get a little bit closer to finding that consistency last year. And I hope he can build off that with this being a contract year. If, if yeah, he wants hopefully. to go off this year and we can benefit from him having a contract year and he wants to get overpaid in free agency by all means, but I'm not giving a guy like DeBrusque more than 6 million. No, and that's my biggest worry with him is like, if a team frees up money next year, they'll give him more than that. And we're, we're, which were like, leads me back to being like, yeah, if someone offers you like eight or nine and you want to go, go. Yeah, you like can. Seattle's like, hey, man, Donato didn't work out. Let's try another former Bruin winner. <laughs> like, I mean, if someone's dumb I'm enough like, to get okay eight or nine, yeah. yeah. It's just more okay than- a lot. Of, well, that's that's the problem, too, that the Bruins are facing. Uh, if they do want to keep DeBrusque and sign him soon, like it's got to be before free agency, obviously, because a lot of teams are going to have some cap space next year. And uh, the caps supposedly going up four to five million. So there's another four to five million that every team will have. And there are a good amount of teams with, if not the same amount of cap space as us, just a little bit more. I mean, what do we have? I think we have going into next 29. season 29 before the salary cap jump. So we're probably yeah. looking at anywhere between 30 and 35 million in cap space next year. There's a team I think DeBrus would do really good on. I mean, just chiming in quick fast. Is LA. LA. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say Winnipeg. No. <laughs> LA, LA is a team. I just I don't know. I just feel like DeBrus would do really well there. He seems Playing like a Cali boy. Away. He's a Cali guy. And you get a tan going on there. He's always looking pale and shit. Yeah. I do like his thing. Like, I, like when I say, like, I'm not a DeBrus guy, like, if we capped him, I wouldn't be mad. 
it's more just like the hype factor behind him. I don't I don't understand anymore because I feel like he's kind of hit his plateau. Yeah. I'm like what we've seen is what we got. And I don't really that streak was well, awesome last year, but the last year might just be overall last year might just be a fucking anomaly. One thing that does worry me about him is this is gonna be his first year without Bergeron. Yeah. Uh I mean yeah. Obviously, Chara left years ago. The first year without Bergeron, you got a new captain in Marshy who you know is going to hold you accountable. And is DeBrusque going to be able to handle that? I mean, is he going to be able yeah. to handle like that? Being that's the thing. Out. Like, yeah, like where's his head at? Yeah, basically being called out because you know Marshy's a guy that will call people out and hold people accountable. So where is his mindset when it comes to that? But I don't know. I mean, I came around on DeBrusque. I really like DeBrusque. I just want him to find more consistency in his game, as I'm sure obviously he does too. But I mean, it, you gotta, he's got to figure it out at some point. Like, he's at the point too. Like, he's got to take that next step and be a consistent 20 to 25 goal scorer. He's going to, oh, fuck, what the hell is that? He's going to be a, uh, <laughs> just touch something gross. If he's going to be, if he wants to get paid out or what? <laughs> so I'm I'm looking over on at Bruins cap space, um, their Twitter account because they usually put out some. This They're pretty dude, good at that. Yeah, they. While you're really... looking that up too, I'm gonna chime in on something that's very. So like in yesteryears, like it was always like Chara was the spokesperson, and or Chara was like the do as I do, not as I say. Bertrand yeah. was like the spokesperson, and like. Marshy was like the fucking yell at you guy with like it being like Marshy uh, McAvoy and Pasternak. Obviously Marshy is going to be like the fucking do your job guy. He'll probably be like Bill Belichick walking up and down the stall like do your job. Do your job. Yeah. <laughs> I just like what, like what do you think Mackey's role? Because we all know like Pasta is probably just like the good laugh guy. I can see Pasta being like he'll bust through balls but like nothing. Mackie, yeah, I don't know what to expect because he like cried last year on the uh, exit interview. Yeah, that's like you guys touched a bit on that, and I was that's when I was like, oh, I don't know, man. Like it's a tough loss, but come on, man. Like you, yeah, I'm trying to. I don't. I, I mean, to mean, like, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I am a bit older than him, so maybe it's easier for me to look at something like that and be yeah, like, that's... I don't know, man. Being a little too emotional. Like it was the first round. I mean, or is he just scared like, at the aspect of Marshy in the sea? Probably that. <laughs> yeah, like, like, fuck, it's over. Like, uh, I just ruined. Over. I just ruined this for uh, for everybody. I mean, yeah. that that time puck did tip off his stick. Some that that might have played a part in it too. So maybe I'm being too mean, but yeah. So I'm just interested going, in what his role will be. But go on. Up. Going into next year, I I just looked it up. Going into next year, the Bruins, as of right now, have twenty. 29.1 million in cap space with DeBrusque, JVR. Uh, oh, actually, no. Trent Frederick got that contract. So, uh, no, it's going to be 28. 20, yeah, 28 million. Sorry. I, I'm looking at so the wrong one. The amount of money. Uh, yeah. So, you got to, you're probably looking at 32 to 33 million. On, yeah. Uh, it's nice to have because of that. <laughs> you really want Stamkos, huh? No, I don't. <laughs> I do a one-year stammer, and that's it. <laughs> so, uh, 
he got obviously Swayman's contract will be up, so that's gonna what be anywhere from five to eight million, depending on how he plays this year. Um, yeah, Grizzlick, Forbert, Zaboro, all UFA, Shattenkirk, UFA, Ian Mitchell, RFA. Um, so you're gonna have, I mean, ideally, like Mitchell, but... ideally, I like to put Zaka kind of back on back on the line, back on the wing. And get yeah. a different if coil's gonna be the second line centerman, so be it. I I kind of like the idea of Morgan Geeky being our third line centerman, even though I, I haven't really seen what he's played, how he's played yet, or how he's gonna play this upcoming season. But we've seen enough of Coil where he really thrives best when he plays that third line role. But yeah, I mean they gave him that kind of contract because I thought I think they thought he was gonna like develop into uh a second line, like he was going to take yeah, over Krejci, top, essentially. Yeah, they top, definitely knew yeah. Krejci or Bergey were done sooner than later. Yep. So it's I don't know. I mean, it, it's I don't know the in I th- I I'm trying to get it out. I saw something or shit. I totally I just saw something that made me think of it. And now I totally fucking forget because then I saw something else that made me forget. Anyways, took a look at the other tabs you have open there. You're like, oh, yeah. Save yeah, no. for later. yeah, it's just all Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Coil, Coil, I, you know what? Going back to something Cam, Cam Neely uh, said during the first round I wanted to touch on was the games where you didn't have Bergy or Krejci. He mentioned that he thought those were the best. Like, we all kind of agreed those were the best that the Bruins looked. All oh, yeah. Year. Yeah. Which kind of gave you, like, in, given it was playoff coil, but you were like, fuck, he could probably get it done in a regular season. No, I... Top two center. If he can... Like, he got if, he show, if he can show a little like bit that. more offensive upside, I I would feel so confident in him being our second-line centerman next year. Yeah, well, like, Solly posted, like, a clip of him just going absolute fucking beast mode against Detroit. And I was like, I love when he does that, but it's like, fuck. It's like, it's like a video game. You're almost, like, waiting for, like, that power boost to build up or something. And yeah. it's like, he, like, builds that up through, like, a few weeks, and then one day he just, like, unleashes it all in one play. <laughs> you know, like, so you can do that, but you don't do that all the time. I don't understand. What, what, I know, that's... Like change the, the gum you're chewing on or something, dude. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> that, <laughs> and like also that. like missed opportunity for five gum to like sponsor those plays. Like when Who? he does do like five five, five gum. gum. <laughs> like he does like sick dangle and like this is what it's like to experience five gum. Is that is that gum even that's actually a great idea too? But <laughs> is I, that I don't I don't know if it's still up here in Canada. I might have to or is that even still over. a thing? Like I've I haven't seen five, five gum in forever now that I think about it. Yeah. I used to you love guys, that gum, too. You guys have caffeinated gum down there, though. So that's insane. Yeah, that's weird. I tried it once. It was gross. So awful. shouldn't be surprised by that. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's... I mean, they got... Um, they got... What else? Uh, electrolyte gum. They got gum for everything now. That's fucked. They probably have boner gum somewhere. Like That was my next idea I was going to work on, but... 
Yeah, we legalities. I don't know. Anything about. <laughs> so message Grace about it once you graduate. We, we like fumbled the bag there. Only Bruins gum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bonerville. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Fuck, that would have been awesome. Oh well. We'll have to maybe we can come up with like some kind of gum for uh the ladies. Why is it a bit like weed that also like gets you horny? Gets why you does hard. weed why does weed should be a make weed strain should be a weed strain that does that? That would rather take a Viagra, you just fucking smoke a bowl. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) That would, and then someone's gonna steal one of our ideas within like two minutes. You're fucking rock hard. Oh my god, man, that would that would be hilarious. High, (laughs) like this is awesome. I don't, I don't really smoke the Kush, but I know a lot of people that do, and I'm telling you right now, that'd be a fucking hit. Be lining us around the block, percent. Because I, I don't. No, I'm not gonna say that actually, but. Yeah, no, that would be an absolute hit. I got to filter myself a little bit, but uh, just a tiny bit. I can't, I can't. I mean, for Christ's sake, we had someone tweet at us, was it two weeks ago, saying we cursed too much? Oh, yeah, that person. Um, Yeah, good riddance. Good riddance. I think that's kind of hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... The guy was acting like he was breaking news. Like, dude, we're 50 episodes in. We are uh, yeah. well aware that we swear a lot. I mean, have you seen our brand? No beer is safe. Just the best part was like the few corners going into that. I would try not to swear for whatever reason. I was almost like a challenge to myself. And then that <laughs> corner, I was like, I don't give a fuck. So, sometimes I'll... over it, hammered, <laughs> just Some... one o'clock in the morning, I'm fucking going for it. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll wake <laughs> up the next day. And I'll see like alerts on my phone and be like, oh, Bobby Bruski sent you an email at 3 30 in the morning, which I know <laughs> is like 2 30 for you, but it's like, holy shit, man. Like, I don't know why it works out that way. I like, I usually work on Wednesdays, a little, little yeah. insider work, I'll get home, I'll like <laughs> write it out, think about all week with the right, and then I'll record. I'll start recording at like nine and I'll spend like an hour like editing it or whatever. And I don't know what, I don't know, just time just fucking flies when I do it. The next thing it was like two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, you should be like, oh, I should probably send this over to Boosie now. There's been a few out. times I've recorded it like three times. I'm like, I'm just going to send the first one. That's <laughs> myself an hour. <laughs> <laughs> if only you did that from the, you know, that's funny. Yeah, the off season has been pretty brutal. <laughs> oh, man. We, we, Look at this episode. we were talking about your brother's dick for 15 minutes. I'd like, <laughs> I would like message you. <laughs> We're so close. Um, should I just name this episode Meat Talk? Meat Talk. That's not a bad one. That's okay. not a bad one at all. Maybe I'll do that. You know, that's a that's Meat a great talk. fucking name. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about as far as Bruins though? Kind of brought up everything that I thought about. The only thing is like. I just really hope they win the cup and Marshy gets it handed to him. That'd be amazing. Ever, ever since you said that, like that's I, all I want. I want that more than yeah. life. I've never won. Like I thought I wanted them to win the cup at Bergey, but now I'm like, no, this is the one. This is the yeah. <laughs> Although I won't I won't lie though. The idea of Marshy winning one more cup, at least one more cup without Bergeron feels a little weird to think about no it almost kind of it's feels a little like weird Bergeron, but do you, hey, Bergeron do you think, Mar- do you think Bergeron's know. actually retired 
Or do you think he shows up halfway through the season? If no. they're like, say they're in good standing position, they have the cap space. Yeah. Would you be deep? Would you be down for Bergie to come back? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Like a little Mike Fisher and Justin Williams action. But it, but it needs to be like, he it needs to make sense. And he's like, yeah, like he, we, we can't bring him back and just put him out there for 20 to 25 minutes a night again and no, not slow down at all. Just, uh, you know, we can't tire him out before the playoffs again. Granted, if he's going to play a half season, he should be fine. But yeah. Yeah, now I'm going to get high tonight and just think about that possibility and probably like, just all cry. those clips of him. Like he looks so jacked, and he like it's always it's never like bye. He's always like, "I'll see you boys soon." Yeah, like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Can't say that. Where I'm like, what if they what if they reenact last year somehow? Well, I mean, he's for even sure going to be like, "Fuck it, I'm coming." Even back. after he announced his retirement, that you still saw clips and pictures of him on the ice at warrior arena with guys like marshy and zaka yeah. so i mean the itch is still there but honestly he's i'm sure he's gonna get the itch at times i feel like he's a little brady-esque when it comes to that but i don't i think unlike brady uh bergeron is a man of his word and he's probably sure. just gonna stay home the whole season to his wife because he's too good of a guy to go back on his word and Chance he saw what happened. <laughs> he saw what happened to <laughs> with Brady. He saw what happened to uh to Brady. Brady, I mean, they she uh he called her bluff. She wasn't bluffing. They divorce, and now they're both having fun. Yeah, it's which is like, man, you like really waited all this out and like kept playing. And kept playing and kept playing, and still at the end you lose your wife. I mean that's that's kind of wild. No, I mean it's it's pretty nasty. You gotta think he's because the first time he retired, he was like, "It's t- first time he retired." It was like, it, it, "It's time for me to spend time." My like, Giselle's been great. The kids have been great. It's it's time for me to be a dad and help her out and all this stuff. And then he. He was like, "What a month or two in today?" He's like, "No, never mind. Fuck this. I'm coming back." And then he ends up losing her. <laughs> like, yeah. Just, I, now, I mean, he's I, got a different personality compared to like Bergie, though. Because like we even heard like Chicklets, yeah. Bergie was telling his financial advisor, "Like I'm done. Set me up for retirement." And then he'd like call him a week later, like, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm back. I'm back." Yeah. Where, like, <laughs> Tom's with Tom. I don't think I still don't. I still don't think Tom's retired. I'm like. He sees that Jets, I, that Jets vacancy. He's like, this would be the best. Yeah, this would oh, be man, the best. Would be this would be the I would hate, greatest. Like, <laughs> I would hate to, <laughs> I would hate to see him in a Jets jersey, but it would be hilarious for him just yeah. to take Aaron Rodgers' spot. Yeah, I, I don't. But, see uh, it, but no, no, I don't. Here's see Green it Bay. That'd be a different situation. I can see him being yeah. like, yeah, go play in Lambeau. That'd be cool. Yeah, or, or like, or. If the Bucks end up calling again, be like, "Hey, Mayfield's really fuck." Even though he's not, but Mayfield's really struggling down here. We need you. He'd be like, "Okay, well, I was actually already on my way there, Coach." And then yeah. he just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he signs a deal. But I don't think he can because he's um he's got a little bit of ownership in Vegas now, right? Yeah, I don't know how that works then. I so I don't, I don't know. Play, if, I don't yeah, so. I don't know if legally he he would have to sell his share or something. Or I don't know. 
Which I, I feel so bad for. Like that's why I'm hoping Bergeron gets at one point a stake in Habs ownership. Like Bergeron? I hope the day, yeah, or or if like Philly goes up for sale, like Pass as a joke should buy a little bit of the Flyers. <laughs> He's like, I got the seat, and I own you. <laughs> he should buy it and then put a statue of himself outside. Oh my god! Right next to Rocky. The rocky yeah. <laughs> just replace the rocky one with it just him pointing to like a stitched o on his jersey <laughs> <laughs> i'm the fucking owner <laughs> oh man that would be oh god that would yeah. be awesome <laughs> that would be awesome do you ever do you think bergeron will ever go into the front office of anything uh, maybe hockey anyway. canada but that's it yeah i don't see him really i think he's kind of just that's a grind. I wouldn't be surprised if he just hops around time. Like, cause he, well, he even said that it's going to stay in Massachusetts for the year, but after that, he's not really sure if they'll move or where they'll go. But I mean, Tuka's, yeah, I mean, he stayed around. Um, you got McQuaid. One of the boys, though. Yeah. Yeah. It, Boston sounds like a great place to raise your family, too. So I'm sure Tuka's like, yeah, this is dope. Uh, Tuka's and his wife's it. from around there, too, right? So he's mentioned on the chicklets. Yes, I, yeah, so it's not really. Yeah, I don't know if it's yeah. in cards to move to Finland. Yes, I mean, yeah, that's true. He's I mean, got a. I mean, he's got it so good here. He makes. I mean, he's collected. I mean, it's probably not even close to what kind of paycheck he was looking at when he was. Uh, I don't even know if he's getting paid, but he's. I mean, he's on the payroll for the Bruins. He's he's an ambassador, so he kind of just. Yeah. I mean, I think he was saying he like hangs out in suites with people that like business just gets people. hammered with them. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, like he's he living the dream. Gets to play in these <laughs> golf tournaments, alumni games. Yeah, I mean, you don't have. I, to it's like my dream to watch a, a high stake game with him. Like if you could watch like Game Six with him, when like Allmark was clearly like not healthy. Yeah, I'm sure he. I'm sure he had some fucking good comments. Oh He's yeah! Like, don't look at me. I, no, fuck that. I don't stop that either. You seen me in fucking high stick games? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm shitting my pants. Yeah, he's like, we're up two one, man. That's when I fucking. That's when I show up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that. Like I'm sure he, he's one of those dudes. He's just a good guy. Yeah, yeah, he's. But I, I don't know. I, I mean, we'll see. I, I like for Bergeron to stick around in Boston forever. Just slight chance of running it or getting him on my beer league team or something we'll see i mean we got we have at least the next two seasons of brad marchand being our captain very much looking forward to seeing what it looks like this year i i, I think it's going to be a fun team yeah i i think you don't, you don't have to expect and that's the best yeah uh, yes and i i think this team's going to surprise a lot of teams i i mean you heard kachuk's comments the other day about the boston bruins i think obviously we're not going to have the season like we did last year but i think we're going to be a pain in the ass to play against i think inner division we won't pittsburgh we won't everybody else they're all going to be a part i think they're going to get like the left hook when we play them yes i guess like, crosby's I, for sure going to be like dude no don't take the night don't take a shift off with these guys like Marshawn leading the charge. Fuck that. I also Colorado like, maybe, but everyone else is gonna be like, oh, you like lost Jersey, blah blah blah, and then like we're just gonna come in and like push right in the face. I feel like those first few games against Toronto, uh, Panthers and Lightning. I think those three and Carolina are. Yeah, well, Carolina. I'd say Carolina too. I feel like those four teams right there 
are probably going to be some of the dirtiest games that you like the cheapest yeah. games. I mean, you'll see a lot of back and forth, I, especially that Toronto one. I feel like the first Toronto one. I mean, oh, you'll, you, there's a chance to see here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I, I hope Lucic absolutely lays out for Tuzi and then fights. Um, Fucking Ryan Reeves. Ryan Reeves. And just I hope I hope Lucic wears his ring when he's doing that. <laughs> <laughs> or just does a motion for him to kiss the ring. Yeah. Like, no, I just I want I want him to do that to Revo on home ice and then get the crowd fired up. Remember yeah. that fight he had? I think it was against Mike Commissaric, maybe. There's some some fight he had back in the day with the Bruins and he just like turned around skating into the penalty box and he was just waving his hands up getting everyone fucking fired up yeah uh, even seeing that clip to this day like gets me fucking gets horned up. Going. oh yeah oh yeah but the I'll, I'll just watch that video on repeat while pre-gaming with some uh dad's going just tomorrow <laughs> or friday night it's the game that's why I love about so one thing I love is because uh, I'll obviously be, I'll be there tomorrow night too before the game and probably after. But the greatest bar, what they do is on Bruins game days, probably like an hour, hour and a half, two hours before the game. All the TVs they have, they just they have these Bruins hype videos that they play. So oh, it's man. just on repeat. I've seen all like all the same videos, hype videos that they put up there. Like get you going every 50, time though, fifty times. Yeah, so. But it, it it gets you pumped up, man. It it makes you want to turn into like an aggressive drunk and just fucking <laughs> sucker punch like the first like Leafs fan you see. They're probably just there with their grandma for her birthday or whatever. But it's like, oh, yeah, well, well, you have to take fucking showing up, man. Fucking yeah, show up. <laughs> this Read is my fault, room, dude. But gone on for two hours. I think it's time. To wrap it up, if there's anything, I just realized the time in the top left. No. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I was, I've been looking at that for the last few minutes. I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, I just because Brett actually just texted me asking how recording went. Tell him it's going horrible. We're still like, doing. Bobby just passed out. Just be like, yeah, Bobby like won't stop like rolling his eyes to the back of his head. Like something's <laughs> fucked up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'll text Brett. It was fine till Bobby whipped out his cock. <laughs> and it was awesome. Oh, hey, text me. Oh, he texted me a half hour ago or 20 minutes ago saying how'd the pod go. But yeah, Bobby, appreciate you not bailing on me. Danny, fuck you. Brett, love you, but fuck you. Um, no, I think I don't know if you're we'll free next again time. some other time. Yeah, I don't know if you're. I know every time we try to get us four together, like someone's always missing. Um, not sure if you're around next Thursday, but I think we're poss- possibly retrying with Danny next Thursday. Possibly. Uh, let me know. I can definitely do it. I gotta look. I might, I might take next week off. Ooh, always tired. So, well, I think <laughs> next next week we'll be kind of doing a preseason preview. Uh, I'd imagine by then should have a good idea well a few more cuts and should have a little bit of an idea what the roster will look like but because i think after that yeah after we record next thursday i think they just have one more game after that i believe so oh no oh no they play their last game (laughs) last preseason game is the night we record okay so we should we could have a decent idea I have for October 4th 
I have something in my calendar that says beers with the boys. I don't remember <laughs> that. At, I I don't remember that at all. What the fuck? I have no idea who that could even be about. Who I'd be drinking with. I don't know. That was weird. Um, but yeah, Bobby, Mr. Brewski himself. What is that? Uh, it's a generic lager. Oh. Maybe this company called Little Brown Jug. Oh, it's really called generic lager. Literally, <laughs> impressively standard. <laughs> once, once, as soon as I found out Brett wasn't coming on, I didn't buy more beers. I was going to buy Bush Light for him, but got stuck it's in the good. boonies. So maybe He's... next Thursday. Yeah. I know. Hopefully he can have the uh, internet figured out by then. But I, I know he's in between his um his new place right now. So who knows what that situation's like? But Bobby, appreciate you hopping on. Um, this was this was a lot of fun. Just it was nice, kind of just to shoot the shit. Cooling. Yeah, just chilling, baby. But enjoy, um, enjoy, enjoy the relaxed episodes because oh, it's coming two weeks from season. now. Yeah, I have no time to chill out. Yeah. Oh man, I I can't wait to just start breaking down games again, though. Like, yeah. I'll obviously we'll have a lot more to talk about as far as preseason. I'll actually finally be able to watch a preseason game tonight, Friday night, as you're listening, and I'll be able to watch some next week. Um, I I I know I already looked. I already forget what nights they play. Oh, Monday night. Perfect. They play Monday and Tuesday night next week and Thursday, but we'll be recording before that or during. So, yeah, um, that's really it, I guess. I, I mean, I'll, I'll be able to watch at least one of those games, if not both. I don't even know my schedule for next. I'm gonna try to rewatch the two games tonight. Yeah, I should try to do. I did watch. I did watch the new Behind the Bee. I I didn't watch the very last one from last season. I will never watch that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember seeing your tweet about it, but I did watch the new Behind the Bee. Uh, enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to Behind the Bee again. I'm looking forward to all that. Like Twitter is becoming a little bit better, a little bit more, a little bit more tamed. I would say. I mean, maybe not. Bit, today, yeah, it got pretty wild maybe. during the summer. Yeah, this was. Some of you were fucking wild. So. so, thank God hockey is back. We'll get the beers flowing, the pucks in deep. Shoot, pass, kick some ass. That's the uh, what the Bruins will be doing all season. Hopefully Friday night, man. I would love nothing more than to see Pasternak get another fucking hat trick against the Flyers. But, ladies and gentlemen, that'll wrap it up for episode 51 of Only Bruins. Brought to you by the Loud and Proud Primetime Productions, baby. Guys, we appreciate you tuning in. If you guys could be ever so generous, rate the show subscribe to the show give us five stars give give us a nice little comment about bobby's tripod something like that something something nice let's let's be all glass half full let's hype our boy bobby up before he gets after it this week and i for god's sake he's got to deal with winnipeg jets fans so but ladies and gentlemen you got a wedding this weekend yeah pulling off uh pulling the card out of your books hell yeah i got a wedding next week <laughs> but the last, <laughs> last one last one of the year yeah. Last one of the year. It's for my boy Ethan, uh, captain of the uh, beer league champs, baby. We're bringing the trophy, so I can't fucking wait for that. The ladies, the ladies will hate that, but 
yeah buddy well have fun at the wedding this week and obviously we'll talk more appreciate you again hopping on but guys i've been boosie he's been bobby you guys have been great i think i said that right till next time we love you guys stay cool (laughs) peace because i'm tnt i'm dynamo